live from Ogden, Utah, at the Expedition One Studios, James, Sarah, and the Big Sarge. Fantastic. Ooh, insert. <laughs> Seriously. Absolutely fantastic. Third time's the charm, Third right? time's the charm. Yeah, yeah. That's get a little better with it every with. time. Yeah. That was really good. Okay, well, Matt, thanks you. for coming on. Hey, great. Thank We're you for having me. i probably call you Matt and Sarge at the same time, so well, don't worry you know, about it. You can call me anything you like, but hey, don't call me late for dinner. Okay. <laughs> that, that'll that get me upset. I won't ever. I'll come do- across this table. You call me late for dinner, I'm coming across the table. I, I wouldn't ever dream of it. <laughs> okay, Sarge, we talked your credentials a little bit. Let's talk about them. Let's get it down. You're the big Sarge, yep. first of all. Yeah. So on top of that, you are? Uh, president of the Utah Four-Wheel Drive Association. Mm-hmm. I've been on the board of directors there for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an executive board member of the Blue Ribbon Coalition, which is a national organization that works for keeping public lands public. Um, I'm a member of the Wasatch Outlaws 4x4 Club, uh, Red Rock 4x4 Club, and my original club that I started with is the, uh, and still a member of for over 30 years, is the Bighorn 4x4 Club of Ogden, Utah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I've worked with clubs all around the state, and there's a lot of good clubs. Nice. Very nice. Well, thanks for, welcome to the show. Hey, well, thank you. All thank right. you for having me. Thanks for the invite. What should we talk about? Where should we start? Let's start oh, about. Wow. I don't want to jump right into land use, but we need to go there. But we let's go there in a little bit. Let's, let's talk, go. let's talk about this first of all. Okay. So, um, what does Utah Four-Wheel Drive Association do? Utah Four-Wheel Drive Association works at keeping public lands public here in the state of Utah. Utah's trails are America's trails. Let's keep public lands public. That is a really good elevator pitch, yep. dude. That you was like, that. boom. Mm-hmm. I like that. You know, a bunch of us were sitting down one day at, a, at a four-wheel parts in Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. I was helping them with a grand opening or an annual sale down there. Provided sound and stuff for them. Yep. And we were all sitting around outside talking about, you know, how can we, a new name. And, and we came up with that one. And next thing I knew, I hear Mia Love saying it on, on mm. the TV. So I was like, hmm. hmm. Yeah. Nice. Stuck. It worked. It kind of works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, that's another thing you didn't put in there is that you announced for a ton of events yes. for some reason, which how did, how did that work? How did you get into well, that? How did I get into that? Well, the Bighorn 4x4 Club used to put on a 4th of July uh, outing at uh, Hooper Park, and they were tired of paying for a, an announcer. Okay. Uh, that cut into the funds that were made for the club. And so they asked me to do it, and I started doing it, and next thing you know, I'm doing demolition derbies and... Uh, announcing uh, rock crawls for uh, Craig Stump and mm-hmm. uh, Ranch Pratt and the Patey brothers, and I've announced for uh, Ultra Four Series out at uh, Miller Motorsports Park when it was mm-hmm. Miller Motorsports Park. Yeah. yeah, have been out there since I've changed hands, and uh, uh, for Super Crawl out in U Rock out mm-hmm. at uh, Miller Motorsports Park. Uh, I did the. S- County Fair for Salt for Salt Lake County one time down down hmm. down south. I've uh, done a few over here at the uh, a few demolition derbies over here at the uh, Golden Spike Event Center. Okay, cool. have you done have you done Easter Jeep Safari announcing too? I've done a little bit of announcing, uh, walking around with a microphone, but yeah, yeah, but mm-hmm. they've kind of stopped that over the last couple of years because. Uh, it echoes so bad in there that right. it kind of it makes it hard for the vendors to talk to their customers. Oh, okay. So we kind of have backed off that. Okay. But even with the raffle, you don't. You no, nope, no. Nope. They got their they got their guys down there and they do a wonderful job. Oh, all right, all right. So I just yeah. 
Sometimes it's nice to just kick back and relax. It is nice. Watch somebody else do something. Have somebody else do the work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so there you go, people out there that might be watching. I really really shouldn't break the fifth wall. Or what is that what it is? The fourth wall? Fourth Fourth wall. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, Will. Thanks, tech guy. Thanks, tech guy. Yeah. (laughs) So fourth wall. I probably shouldn't break it so much, but I totally break it. Mm. He likes to look at the camera. I like to look at the camera and be like, hey. But I probably shouldn't. But that's all right. Anyway, yeah. it happens. It happens. So, Sarge, how you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah? I'm doing good. You are telling me you lost 20 pounds. Lost 20 pounds. That's pretty yeah. sweet. Got my knees fixed. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Dr. Hall. Two bion- bionics? Uh, Two? Uh, yeah. Titanium. Two of them. Got to have my little pass to go through the airport. You're doing all right, mm. though? Yeah, doing pretty good. Pretty you're, happy. You're a pretty big dude. I'm just going to say it, dude. You're, you're a big dude for new <laughs> knees. I'm just going to say it. Because you are a big dude for new knees. I am a big dude for new knees. Most yes. like most people I know that have to get new knees, it's like you got to lose a ton of weight, and then then they will do new knees. Well, but yeah, the problem is trying to lose weight when you can't run or you can't move that well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really hard. It's so all diet. Now I've got it. Uh, work. The knees are working good, and I'm working at losing the weight. So. Sweet. Twenty pounds is a lot, dude. It is. It's <laughs> a lot of weight. Now when your body says. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a tenth. Yeah? Not even a tenth. Still got a ways to go? Oh, yeah. It's all right. You're, hey. not, you're not breaking my chair, so that's I'm not good. breaking the chair, and thanks for buying the chair this size. You're, wel- <laughs> <laughs> you're very welcome. I actually, I'm not, this is, this is no joke. I called Sarge. I either called you or I talked to you covertly um, and actually got your weight before I bought these chairs. I thought you were, when you did that, mm-hmm. I thought you were doing that because you were going to put the steps on the side of my truck and you wanted to make sure that the power steps that's on right, the side I of my did. truck would would work for me to get in mm-hmm. and out of the truck. So that's right. We ran amps I on that. I didn't, want, I, didn't want to, I didn't want to break them in half, yeah. and I figured that's what you were doing. And those are, those are good working steps. good for you still, right? Oh, I love my amp steps and my... Yeah. Uh, there's this company that made these outstanding bumpers for the front of oh, my yeah. truck called Expedition One. Yeah. Right here in Ogden, Heard Utah. Heard of them. Yeah. Heard of those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And those are Love treating you stuff. good too, yeah? Oh, they're... Have you had to do much recovery yet? I mean, I know you guys have been doing some stuff. Oh, well, another group yeah. that I'm Talk about part that. of is the uh, Utah Off-Road Recovery Team. Right. Oh. Okay. And we're a volunteer group, and we try to do the recovery. We, not try. We do the recoveries. Mm-hmm. That literally nobody else will do. Mm. Okay. Because, uh, and we yeah. don't want to step on any tow company's toes or anything like that. Uh, but we work with several uh, sheriff's departments here in the state of Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have some great professionals. I mean, and when I say professionals, guys that do it full time, I mean, we're, we're pretty darn good. And we have professionals on our team. Uh, and again, these are guys that normally can't do it because their companies can't do that kind of work they mm-hmm. just we go we can get our vehicles where nobody else can mm-hmm. and this is you, you're not paid to do this no right? no no we don't know if anybody wants to make a donation to the group yeah to help pay the cost for the group like insurance and stuff like that yeah we're 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 all for that but we don't take stuff on, yeah on your, you do a facebook post sometimes on <laughs> some of your recoveries and i've been yeah, wow it's impressed. it's uh we we like i said we do the stuff nobody else wants to do now casey lofthouse has mm-hmm. a great YouTube channel down there in Southern Utah, and he does some wild stuff. He's got this little tracked vehicle he does it with, and he's got a five-ton. You should see him pull out a motorhome stuck in the sand. Seriously. Oh, yeah. At uh, Sand Hollow. Wow. I mean, it's, <laughs> you just can't get any company to come do those. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't imagine. And do, does he do it for free also, or is he? No, he has a professional paid company. Some of the stuff he, he makes does for money free. doing it. But, yeah, yeah he, he, makes, he makes, I mean, that's his job. That's his living. Mm-hmm. 
And like I said, we do the stuff that nobody else will do. We've mm-hmm. gone out and done recoveries on the salt flats. Uh, who do you got in on that? It's you. So oh, I think there's Kurt's, oh, okay. Kurt's part of it, right? Kurt Williams, yes, who yeah. who is also a past president of the Utah Four Wheel Drive mm-hmm. Association. Yep. Uh, Brett Davis, mm-hmm. who's also a past president, and and our president right now of our little group is uh, Joel. Okay. Joel German. Okay. <laughs> Joel. Okay. Sorry. Uh, does I, it have I like a? a it's it's fine. Does it have like a Facebook page or anything yes. like that? Yes. It does. What's Utah, it called? Utah Off Road Recovery Team. Utah Off Road Recovery Team. So mm-hmm. everybody got that. So if you want to yep. follow that, see what they do. Also, it's not not bad to to have that if you're going to put yourself in that position as well. <laughs> Just saying. We we really prefer that people don't put themselves in. Yeah. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Avoid it. Yeah. Avoid it. At, at uh, you know, I, I've seen some people. I. I've been doing off-road recoveries for 30 years Yeah, since I came here from Germany. I mean, mm-hmm. I've done recoveries with tanks. I've done recoveries with heavy military vehicles and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, and so, you know, I've got some experience. And so coming here and, 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 and Brett is our engineer. Mm-hmm. He, he is an absolute fantastic guy. Um, he will help. He, he travels much more than I do. I mean, and so will Joel German. Joel German works for a recovery company that sells the recovery company the recovery equipment okay down in salt lake so if you want a tow truck call joel Mm -hmm. or or even recovery gear yeah he's a great source he's got all kinds of great professional stuff nice and so we get a lot of our stuff from him uh he also teaches a class on recovery that anybody can go to self-recovery and does that that. for free or does it is that i know he charges for the charges it's it's a little you know side make money making thing for him it's probably a good thing i mean here's the thing there's one thing you're getting is you're getting so many new people they're getting into yes. this thing right now, which I think is yeah. great. I well, think it's fantastic. You, you know? I took a call earlier while you and me were talking right, earlier. Yeah, 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 of a guy yeah. who's brand new and wants to say, hey, mm-hmm. you know, what do I do? You know, mm-hmm. I've got a stock Jeep. You know, what what do I start with? And I said, tires, wheels, lockers. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and bumpers mm-hmm. and a winch mm-hmm. and a CB or a ham radio. Yep. And then, uh, you know, and then we had the call from uh, Harriman, Utah. Mm-hmm. And I can't go into that one because right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't talk about that one yet because <laughs> he said, don't talk about this. Yeah. So I won't talk about it. Uh, but it's going to be cool. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, so, you know, we go off or we re- do these recoveries all over the place. Uh, a lot of times the Bountiful Bee. Mm, yeah. Not surprised. Isn't that and place quite, quite the. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, <laughs> I got to tell you. So here's the thing. Uh, and. I, I hesitate to do this because my son is the engineer, right? Mm-hmm. And he's in high school. But I'm going to get real with him here and everybody else. So I probably skipped class more than I should have. And I went to Woods no. Cross High. Oh, no. Man. Now I can Shocker. tell you stories. Tell you lots of stories. And literally, I just, it would be like, I just don't want to. The fun skipping, skipping class. I have, Sarah, can I you believe this? I think in Utah, they call that sloughing. Yeah, that we call uh, it sloughing. You won't hear That's that what it was. anywhere else sloughing. outside of Utah. No, yeah. and when I went to Hazelwood East High School in St. Louis, it was mm-hmm. skipping class. Skipping. Yeah, that's that's what yeah. the rest of the and nation then, calls it. And the so. principal would get on you about it. Yeah, we called it, we called it sloughing. <laughs> I was able to get A's in classes that I hardly went to. But it's because they would have like major projects, right? So it's like, you got to finish three major projects. I'd have them done in like a week. There you go. And I'm like, well, why would I be here if that's all I have to do? And he's so charming. Anyway. So, you know. Charm- I got skills. Charming. I guess I can be charming. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah, I'll take so you. I'll take your word on that, word on that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, dude, I went to the B all the time. 
that was like my playground. It was like every day, even, even if I went to all school after school, go up there all the time. If I just had time to kill, um, that's where I'd go just constantly. And then after I graduated, um, and I got that white Jeep sitting behind us over there Mm -hmm. that you see, um, I went all the time. And so, yeah, that place is pretty, pretty, pretty good stomping grounds as far as learning how to off-road. But the amount of times that you would see people go over on their lid or hear the stories, man, it was <laughs> one, one of the first things you, you got to remember if you go up on the B, lower your tire pressure. Mm. I can't tell you how many times we've gotten calls where, oh, I've been stuck up here for eight hours and I need you guys to come recover me and we can't get a tow truck up here. And Have you lowered the tire pressure? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Lower your tire pressure it's not it's rocket not science easy. it's not rocket science but try it next thing you know hey thanks man we're out <laughs> it's just, it's just it's just amazing i'm just really but, surprised that they're they're still allowing people to to go up there you know what i mean well they've closed a lot of it off they've closed a yeah, lot of it off but yeah they've, they've closed a lot of it off and and Ward Canyon's got a, I think it's Ward Canyon's got w- a nasty old Ward wash. Road. The old Ward Road's got a nasty yeah. wash on it that's actually eating the Jeep. Mm. Yeah. Oh, is that yeah. the, so. I think that white one that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that was, I think that was Ward there. Canyon, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, old, it's called Old Ward Road. Isn't it? Yeah. Okay, I, and it, yeah. No, that was an amazing picture. I know that wash really good, um, but I haven't seen that wash for probably 20 years, so yeah, I can't imagine what more. it's like now. ATVs can barely get by it, and this guy tried to go around it with a Jeep. Dang. It was bad uh, then. You know, yeah. It's didn't, didn't you have a water crossing experience up there? There, um, in a trooper. Yeah. Well, Ooh. I've had lots oh. of water crossing experiences Sarah, there. Sarah dropping the time. It sounds <laughs> like there's, here. There's some stuff up there that I don't. Oh no no no. Okay. So does Doug know I don't about really this? want to admit to that. Does Doug know about this <laughs> right Sorry. now? Does your dad know about this? Oh yeah, okay. no, 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 and that wasn't the trooper. No, no. So I did have mm-hmm. a, I did first. My first re- vehicle was a black Nissan Pathfinder, 1988 Nissan Pathfinder. It was black, the worst color ever for anything you want to off-road. <laughs> um, and yeah, next one ended up being a Isuzu Trooper, mm. which is much better. Uh, believe it or not, it was a 1990, I think a four, 1994 Isuzu Trooper. Very capable, mm-hmm. actually. A lot of people may not realize that, but they're very capable. Um, and then when I graduated high school, I got that Jeep right there. Um, yeah, I did something with that up there, which was a really bad idea. And I'm sure that I probably couldn't be getting in trouble for it. Well, maybe I could. I don't know. It happened. This was like, this was 25 years ago. Uh, I hate okay. to say this because your age, I think the statute so, of limitations is in effect. I, here, I would so. think Probably so. so. Okay. Yeah. But, um, we are recording this, right? Okay. This, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, you know, the, uh, you know, the, uh, they've, after, after 1982, they set up all those in the canyons, they set up those big kind of like dam type things, right? They're right. not really dams, but they're just, just in case to prevent any flooding, then they have the spillway that goes through right. down to the other side. Right. So, I was with my dear friend Cameron, Cameron Egan, and uh, hopefully I can get him on the show. I've been bugging him to come on, but me and Cameron are in that Jeep, and we, uh, yeah, we were able, we found out that that Jeep stock will fit through the spillway, and we fit mm-hmm. through the spillway, okay. and we're like, huh, do you think we can drive down there? 
And so we, we, we spotted it before we drove down there. We went all the way to the bottom and we walked into the water on this side and it was seemed like it was maybe a couple feet deep. And then we jumped around the other side because there's nowhere to go, right? It's uh-huh. concreted in, right? So you can't like drive down there and drive out. It's one of those where you'd have to turn around and drive back up. And so we're like, well, there's a lot of water down there. We checked one area. We walked in this, this way. It was like maybe two feet deep. We walked in and not from the opposite side. And there's probably a section I would say it was about two, three feet that we didn't walk in. We didn't check that section. You found that section though. But we found it. Mm-hmm. We found it once we were all the way to the bottom and we had dropped in and the nose of the Jeep was completely submerged underwater and we were fully committed. That's, that's when we found out that it's actually pretty deep. So I shifted down, <laughs> no, shifted the, down to second. The, 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 front end being in, the front end being underwater it, it was didn't underwater. give you a clue. Yeah, no, that was, that oh, was, that was the, clue, the clue, but it was okay, one of those right. where it was like, we couldn't go in reverse. There was okay. no reverse here. So I actually dropped into second gear to get more momentum. And I hit the throttle and the front end popped up out of the water. Um, but then the back end was just floating. It was like a boat. It's just, you could just feel it kind of floating around. And I was getting no traction. And um, my biggest concern, so the water's kind of pouring in, it's leaking in really slow through the doors and everything like that. And Cameron jumps out and he finds out real quick just how deep it is. Mm. And it was that deep, it was up to his chest. And he was like, whoa. And um, I was yelling at him, I said, open the hood because I could hear that the motor was being starved for air. And it wasn't that, it wasn't that, the being underwater might not have caused the no, engine no. to start the, the intake wasn't underwater okay, okay. the right. intake wasn't underwater but there was just nowhere where any of the air would come in there was nowhere for it to get enough air so it was starving so i said open the hood open the hood and he was like why would i open the hood and um so anyway the it stalled and then so i jumped out um the, the motor stalled night jumped out opened the hood and by that time the starter wouldn't turn so it was stuck and that's where it resided until the next morning we had to walk see i wish like an off-road recovery team like this existed back then right so i could just call my bros and be like hey can you guys come get me but we walked um because he lived on bountiful boulevard he lived clear on the other side his parents actually still live there and uh but we walked probably like three miles to the other side of the boulevard with we were wet up to about right here and um yeah that's a fun story yeah it was a great story (laughs) had to get a tow truck i can't remember who did it but they did a great job man they had super long cables and they just backed us right through dry this time of year when it starts getting dry they go up there like in the middle of winter time though people get up there they don't like uh the the tow companies don't want to get up in that slick stuff yeah yeah it was it was pretty it was pretty interesting but that's my story it's a good story huh (laughs) So if I see your Jeep for sale, low mileage, <laughs> never off-roaded, uh, don't give me a hard time. I know what I've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one, uh, we'll probably keep this one for a long time. It actually hasn't driven for 10 years. Yeah, it's a, oh, more company, a company vehicle. It's a company it is. vehicle. It is. It is. It's the original. We do some test fitting on it on yeah. occasion, but yeah, it's the original company vehicle. It's where I got yeah. it started. And then I, I love the, uh, the JK Rap this guy, Rap-a-troll. the Rap yeah, Patrol. Patrol. You know, I've, yeah. you've loaned that to me for a few events. Mm-hmm. It's a crowd pleaser. It is a definitely a crowd pleaser. I never will forget the lady that yelled at me about it at oh. 
the off road at uh, SEMA. No, it was at uh, the Southtown Expo. With that. Oh, with that gun on top. Uh, no, it wasn't the Southtown oh. Expo actually, uh-huh. which is also another great event that I helped put on. Uh, that's Phil and Scott's event down there. Yeah. That's yeah. great. That's a great Salt Lake City Off Road Expo. Yep. 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 Uh, no, it was the International Auto Show. Mm. They they're, they're, they give yes, uh, the Utah Four Wheel Drive one. Association usually some space down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, one year I brought this down, and me and Big Buddha. Mm-hmm. go driving through the building <laughs> and it but i had it on display and this lady just comes up and starts r- trying because you know i'm not going to take it mm-hmm. trying to rip on me uh about the fact that we had a gun mm-hmm. in the show mm-hmm. and one of one of my trying to teach young people i said that they should join the military and play with guns <laughs> uh, you know which she didn't like and her and her husband i mean this lady's like trying to get in my face mm-hmm. which i got to give her credit for that mm-hmm. <laughs> right and and she's just going off and her husband won't make eye contact with me mm-hmm. he's standing behind her mm-hmm. off to the side a little bit embarrassed uh, like, oh my god yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna go home and have some tea <laughs> it's past my tea time come on dear let's go and I and so anyway she and then she came back and apologized later on yeah. she says I, you're just you know mm. I said ma'am That's it's not cool. really a real well it is a real gun I mean yeah, yeah. it is this is actually we get this question yeah. pretty often yeah. but it's 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 actually a real gun now it's an air gun right. yeah right. Yeah, it's air operated mm-hmm. or CO two operated it mm-hmm. doesn't shoot you know real bullets but it'll it shoots metal if you want to <laughs> metal well we. You can shoot metal rounds with it. That could hurt. That that might hurt. Mm -hmm. No, I don't. At 600 psi, it'll kill. The uh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. The uh, but plastic is much better for that dog that your neighbor's dog. Plastic to go for dogs or yeah Christmas parties. Yeah Christmas Christmas parties. parties That was the last time. Last time we shot it was a Christmas party. (laughs) Fired it up a little bit. I missed that Christmas party. Oh, you were here. I think you left. You you left. It was when you were you were Santa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I remember that now. Anyway, (laughs) another thing I do is is Santa Claus. You do do Santa. You do a lot of stuff. I do a lot of stuff. stuff. Drives my wife nuts. Mm -hmm. I I imagine. You know. (laughs) And you still work, too. You're not like an old retired man. You're just an old man. I'm just an old man. I'm not (laughs) old retired. I'm just an old, old guy, you know, not having fun. With a wonderful wife. In fact, yesterday was our 40th wedding anniversary. Oh, wow. Congrats. That's, That's yeah, awesome. Congrats. That's impressive. Yep. Yeah. Well done. Well done, for sure. How many kids have we got? Two. Two kids. Two kids. Two kids, wife. Two kids, wife. Some daughter. Two granddaughters. Grand, granddaughters. Really son, big dog. Really big dog. Mm-hmm. A Dane Mastiff. Oh, yep. Yeah. That's a That's big a big one. dog. We're actually taking it out for recoveries now. Because it's easier to just hook the dog up and have the dog pull the vehicles <laughs> out than it is to hook up a jeep. I was waiting. You know. <laughs> I was waiting on that one. Yeah. Waiting for the, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a good one. Yeah, it was a good, good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the best part about the Sarge is he comes up with these, like, you don't, you, dad you, jokes. you don't even know no, when it's coming, I, I, right? And all of a sudden just, it's, it's there. It's just dad jokes. Mm-hmm. Just, and they're solid. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so his Facebook posts are, he had one today. That I was like, oh, yeah. it's like looking at. It, I'm like, mm, this one's got to be it, but I'm gonna read it anyway because it's kind of long. But was it the one about the cows? Yeah, okay. the one about yes, the cows. Yes, mm-hmm. the one about the cows. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Got to move over for that joke anyway. <laughs> the, 
At some point, should we talk more about off-roading? Yes. I'm trying to yes. think, where should we start? I'm, well, first off, I, I want to thank you for all the great equipment that you guys make here at uh, Expedition One. Well, thank you, you guys make good quality stuff, and I, I appreciate all the support that you've given the Utah Four-Wheel Drive Association and myself. Mm, you're welcome. I, I love the stuff that you guys got, and uh, I've got some of the uh, – uh, got your bumpers, and uh, – yeah, the white's got one that's there for That was weird, huh? Yeah. 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 And uh, so – and I've got the, your bumpers on my truck and uh, my power wagon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotta love the Hemi. Mm -hmm. Yes, you do. It's looking good. Yep. And then, uh, you know, the loaning of the vehicles for the show, different shows and stuff like that. You know, it was also a big hit. I got the general in this of the uh, maintenance depot up at Hill Air Force Base one time. You did? Yep. Yeah, he got up in the turret and. Oh, I think I remember yeah. that. Did you take a picture of that? I think I, think I did. You sent me a picture. And I got, of that. I got actually a picture of my wife doing it, <laughs> which is really something hmm. why is that why is that really something yeah she's not but sometimes she's a lot of fun but sometimes you know that's just something not really yeah, yeah. not really her thing <laughs> not really her thing yeah uh, so okay i'm gonna see if i can fix something here ready there we go there we go is that better yeah. makes good? my eyes work better <laughs> <laughs> i was like rogue weird whatever i was like i gotta drive home now yeah. we're fine okay <laughs> where's the road that's pretty sweet, though, that I can adjust my lights right there. Yeah. You know, it's a nice little little kit. I don't know who made that for me. Okay, back to off-roading. Back to right? off-roading. Yes. So, you know, uh, we w there's a lot of great trails throughout Utah. As you were talking about, the Bountiful Bee is a, is a, is, is a fun spot. It's a fun spot, yeah. particularly since it's really close, too. Like, it's right, mm -hmm. it's kind of very close to the city. I mean, it is, you know, from F Salt Lake City, it's just right there. There's, um, I mean, I'm trying to think, what else do we got? Well, you got Ant Flats. Ant flaps. Where's ant, ant flaps? flats? Where's that? Going up toward Monte Cristo. It's right before the right before the snowmobile gate. Oh, okay. And okay. It's, but it's a dirt road that goes over to Hardware Ranch. Right. Mm. And there's very little public. It's not very land. technical, is it? No, it's a, it's a dirt. It's road. It's just more of a dirt road. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's got uh, it, there's a couple of places where there's public lands on the side of the road. Okay. Most of it is all uh, private. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the church owns a bunch of land up there. There's some developments up there. Right. You know, summer homes. Because unless you could cut a snowmobile, you're not going to get there in the wintertime. Yeah. And then uh, it's always, and you can go over from there over to Hardware Ranch. Right. And then you can go up onto Monte Cristo. Mm -hmm. You got Curtis Creek Trail. Uh, you got trails. You got uh, um, your Prov Cabin, Pro, uh, Providence, Providence Canyon. Canyon. You got right? Providence Cabin, mm -hmm. Canyon, Millville Canyon, mm -hmm. uh, Old Ephraim's Grave. Oh yeah, Old Ephraim's grave is on, is over there. Grave, you know what that is. Aaron? I haven't done that okay. trail. Have you? You know what? You know what Old Ephraim is. Ephraim is. That's pretty important. That's that's an important part of the trail. Old Ephraim. I don't. Old Ephraim. Mm -mm. Old Ephraim was a great big grizzly bear. Yeah. Oh. Big this is legendary. Grizzly. Yeah, he's all the he's scout camps legendary. I went to. Man, we okay. yeah. always I mean, talked about Old Ephraim. Like I think like his. I, and, and it is Utah lore. Yeah, it's the Utah lore. I think his skull is in the Smithsonian. He was so big. Really? He was huge. He was a okay. huge. There now, was something special about his If I recall, like when they finally got, it was like a guy was like one on one with Old Ephraim. Is that how it worked? I, and then know, he I shot him like yeah. three times got, or something. He got shot. Yeah. And uh, hmm. went down for the count and they buried him up there. But that was one. He was a big, big boy. bear. He was a grizzly, right? Yeah. Grizzly? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Huge. Like something like he could, his, his marks on the trees were like 12 feet high. Where he yeah. would scratch the trees. 
he was the high, he had the high mark. Sweet. But anyway, that's one of the cool things mm. to go out on yeah. that trail. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've it done is. that one. It's not it's not the most technical trail. Yeah. Now, now Prov Canyon. Good exploration. Prov mm-hmm. Canyon's technical. Yeah, Prov has some it's very technical one. spots. Yeah. yeah. You can break stuff there. Yeah. In fact, uh yeah, in fact uh someone was kind enough to try to make Prov Canyon even more technical one time and rolled a boulder into the middle of the trail. I remember that. And I oh, slammed nice. my ram charger into that thing like three times. Did oh. you really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get around this boulder. <laughs> and every time I went up on the hillside, I'd slide right out into the boulder and down yeah. the side of the track. So. No, I remember that thing. My Jeep went around it pretty nicely, but my brother tried to take his, uh, his Land Rover. He had a Land Rover-like county, short mm-hmm. wheelbase. And he was just trying to get around that thing. And... Uh, Anyway, long story short, he ended up like folding his fender out. It was yeah. really neat looking. <laughs> so. A nice addition to a yeah. Land Rover. Yeah. The uh, but you got that. And you got Millville Canyon. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of trails up there, up kind of north. Well, once yeah. you get up in there, those. I mean, you can you can take those trails going all the way to like Bear Lake. You know what I mean? You can literally take dirt road all the way to Bear Lake, and yeah. the only thing up there is like you might get some uh, some sheep and some. Uh, some Basque dudes, you know what I mean? They're yeah, up there in the mountains. Yeah, there's not, uh, there's all kinds of trails up in there, and then you can also go up in Idaho too. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went to Idaho, and I can remember the time that uh, uh, Nancy Bob mm-hmm. and uh, me and a bunch were up there, and we ended up at the Beaver Pond. Beaver Pond. Yeah, we're not going to go down that road. Okay. That's, no. <laughs> That's another time. That was sorry. not. Uh, there might be people under the age of eighteen watching, and so I. <laughs> rather not get okay. into the jokes that we were making that particular day all right <laughs> but there was a beaver mm. in the beaver pond okay oh, okay so nice sounds exciting and that we always re- recovered it i think we recovered a uh, long cab super uh, super cab long bed super cab up there really like we found him and he was stuck so we got him up hmm. very nice of you yeah you know we do that kind of thing yeah. bighorn bighorn is one of the oldest clubs in the state of utah yeah the, the, the Utah Four Wheel Drive Association was founded by, let's see if I can remember it right, it was the Bighorn 4x4 Club, Lone Peak, which is still in existence, mm-hmm. uh, down in Lehigh area. And they're a great group down there. I've, I've known those people forever. Uh, and then it was the Golden Eagles out of Ogden. Yeah. Uh, the Cache Valley Rangers. Mm. And there was one more. Oh, Desert Trackers. Okay. Desert Trackers. Miss you, Russ. Uh, and so that was, you know, that, that was the f- five original clubs that formed the Utah Four-Wheel Drive Association. Hmm. Oh, okay. And the association originally started off as, you know, we, we'd get together and it was kind of like to bring people around the state together. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, whether you lived, no matter where you lived, you know, and we'd put on, you know, trail rides at different parts of the state. Well, mm-hmm. then came SUA. <laughs> <laughs> Dun dun dun. The sad part of it is there's people that actually probably go off roading that give money to those guys having no idea yeah. what their real story is. Yeah, there's some corporate grants that you probably don't want to know about. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, uh, you know, and I've sat across the table from them at meetings and tried to work things out but, and sued them. Yeah. <laughs> Connor sued them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, anyway, so then Utah Four Wheel Drive Association became more of a public lands. We decided, hey, look, we've got to, you know, fight for our lands in Utah. And we're not big enough where we could do events and fight. Mm-hmm. 
and help the clubs. Mm-hmm. So we help the clubs. We promote different club events. And so that's where we shifted, where we were putting on an event. Now we let the, we do the clubs. They put on the event, and we back the clubs putting on the event. Now let's 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 get in this real quick, like why why it's important because I I don't think there's a lot of people out there that don't realize just how um, how much their access to the lands is trying to be yeah. inhibited, like how yeah. many groups are out there that are trying to prevent them to be able to drive literally in certain cases just down dirt roads. We're not talking about technical off-roading here necessarily we're talking about being able to travel down a dirt road on uh, public lands right and in utah a lot of the trails a lot of the roads were originally uranium mines you go down the moab and stuff it was before there was jeeping there was uranium mines Mm -hmm. and then then came jeeping with the start of uh the east like the easter jeep safari Mm -hmm. which started i want to say like 1965 67 okay okay somewhere around there george schultz can keep me in in line on that um and it it was uh you know just unreal Hmm. and they started off with the basic jeeps and stuff like that um and then it's it's grown but now you have hikers and bikers and mountain bikers and you know atvs and single track and uh, the pedal type and the full size and Mm -hmm. you know i've never really seen much horsing horse much horsing around down there in moab you know, I've seen, a I've seen very little, but yeah. I've seen it, which is fine. I mean, that's part horse, of the whole horse is like a different. Well, it's a different animal. <laughs> yes, it is. That's a Sarge joke. <laughs> I know. I thought he'd be. I thought it he'd was, at least was, laugh a little bit. He's just like, well, was, that is true. That is, is a different animal. <laughs> it is. Uh, that was kind of off the huff. Anyway, <laughs> but in the context of public lands yes, and access, yeah, so yeah, it's. There's really a yeah. lot of groups that want access, right. whether you're on a horse, or, but a lot of the discussion is whether it's zero access or foot traffic only. Yeah. Right. Who gets the access? Who gets? That's yeah. really what it is. Yeah. And and you know sometimes we get a bad rap from the hikers because we go past them too fast. Now I try not to. In fact, usually if I see a hiker, I offer them water on the trail. Yeah. That's awesome. I was uh, trail monitoring this year and uh, had some folks come back off of a running mm-hmm. on gold bar rim and didn't realize how much water they were going to go through mm-hmm. and when they came off the trip they came back uh you know i'm like hey guys need some water oh you got water yeah how many do you want you know there was three of them and i had a whole case in the you know right. cooler right. You know, hydrate up yeah and one of the things we had um tyler quinn on last time and talked a little bit about clay egan and and Mm-hmm. His, his story and one of the things I think kind of gets left out of the discussion sometimes is about the um, access for all mm-hmm. and that one of the awesome things about off-roading is that folks with disabilities who can't get out and hike right. whatever their condition is you know they quadriplegic yeah. to I've got well, knee issues and I can't walk you know, for more I'm than a I'm a disabled mile. vet I, right. I mean it makes it really hard for me to get up into the hills exactly and uh, so uh, yeah, under the Americans with Disability Act, I mean, there's there's a lot of questions about you know closing off trails and roads, mm-hmm. and then you get into where where roads cross private property. Mm-hmm. That's always mm-hmm. a big stickler too, yeah. because of uh, there's there's laws like RS twenty four seventy seven, which doesn't get much traction these days. Mm-hmm. But there, but 
you know, we, we have to respect going across. If you got a county road going across somebody's property, um, then it's it's an open road. You can't close right. it. Right. And, but res- be respectful of gates. If there's right. a gate, you open the gate, you go through it, you close the gate. Don't right. leave the gate open. These guys are trying. Some of these guys are trying to make a living with horses, uh, with horses and cattle. Right. You know, don't go hauling across their property. Right. You know, you might hit one. You know, hit hit their livestock. And so, you know, there's there's some cautions that have to be done. And some people do it, and some people don't. Uh, don't go across their property if it's if it's raining too hard, because you tear up the trail. You rut the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the more you rut it and rut it and rut it and rut it, then other vehicles can't go down it. So now the farmer can't take his, you know, stock three-quarter ton, which I hope the God is a Dodge diesel. <laughs> <laughs> Leighton Hills Dodge, Leighton Utah. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> a plug for my little company. There. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. Uh, you know, and and so we, we got to be respectful of those kind of things, right. you know. And then you can't make, you can't cherry stem the trail. Okay, that, now through here it, it's gotten real rutted. So now we're going to go up on the up here. Right. And and we've all seen these pictures. We've all seen it done. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you you've got to take care of the trails. And as a good friend of mine, uh, Steve said one time, you need to put an hour and a half in for every hour you put in on the trail. Hmm. So put an hour and a half in of public service and keeping the trails clean and mm-hmm. and keeping public lands public. That's and that was one thing I was wondering about. What are the big, what are the big things, the big complaints that get brought up, which I think you probably covered several of them. What are the big complaints that get brought up to where, you know, what is the ammunition for the people that want to close it down? Because like I know one thing would be like so when I go to when I've gone to Moab, like I used to love going out on Poison Spider when I had time to go off roading back in the fun days, but. Um, <laughs> I go out in Poison Spider like all the time, like once a year. And it seemed like there was just spots where you'd come up to them. And then like, you know, a year later there was maybe, and you're talking, it's just cause the road's a little rough right there, mm-hmm. you know, and Poison Spider can be pretty long, right. right? It's, it's a lot of weaving and everything like that. Gold bar but it's just, yeah, yeah, there you go. But like, so the, the trail suddenly in this spot where it's just a little rougher now all of a sudden the trail is like a three lane road. Yeah. Because somebody didn't want to drive slower over this section of rock. Right. And, well, they would wonder, they would, it, it gets worn out, it mm-hmm. gets dug out, and it makes it more and more harder to, to get up there. And so people go off to this side, they go off to that side, and yeah, you've got what was this is now three lanes wide. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the reasons why the BLM requires us to do trail monitoring on some of the trails down there during the Easter Jeep Safari. Mm-hmm. They want the safari to go in and come back out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I monitored Gold Bar Rim. Uh, I did this last year on Tuesday and Saturday. So, you know, we go in, and, and I respectfully tell people, hey, you know, I'm just to inform you that this trail is closed. You can go past, you know, but, you know, mm-hmm. this trail is closed. And that's a, then some people say, well, this is public land. How can it be closed? Well, you know, they make money off of us. <laughs> <laughs> we pay dearly. The Red Rock four-wheelers pay dearly. For the permits to use that land, mm. and a lot of, and a lot mm. of other organizations piggyback off that. So we monitor the trail to make sure that we don't have people coming head on, because then it causes people to have to go right. wider. To go, yep. And so that's like way that way is. Uh, same thing with Hell's Revenge, mm-hmm. one of my favorite trails down there. Hell's Revenge. Yeah, broke my teeth in on that one. <laughs> that's a that's the first one I one of the first trails I did in Moab was Hell's Revenge. Mm. I did that in a stock Ram Charger. Really? You remember the old Ram Charger? Yeah. 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 And uh, so we, (laughs) 
And uh, so I've trail monitored that one too. Uh, it was one of the original ones. And what my job was is to keep people from going in, to ask people not to go in uh, the back door to Hell's Revenge mm-hmm. because it's a one-way trail. Yep. And they didn't want people going in and then meeting Safari and then going around it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that's and that's what should be done all the times. I mean, you've got to stay off. you got to stay off the, the crypto soil down there. Cryptogamic yeah. soil, yeah. Cryptogamic yep. soil, the crypto. Yep. Guys, Which is everywhere, by is? the way. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the, if you see black soil, right? Yeah. If you see black soil, don't go on it. Don't yeah. step on the crypto. Yeah. It's like a black top. Yeah, yeah it just, it's it like just looks, it it's looks, a fungus. Yeah. Like is that fungus. what it is? I, 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 yeah, it's, like it's a, some sort of microbe and it's, it's growing. It's like in a fungus there. among us. Yeah. And the minute yeah. you, <laughs> minute you run over it, right? It's, it's destroyed. It's destroyed. Yeah. So. It'll, it'll come back. Yeah. Yeah. Everything, everything will come back. We want it to come back. We don't want to destroy it in the first place. Yeah. It's got a purpose. It helps keep it helps keep the dust down. Yeah. Okay. So you destroy it, and then it's got to grow back, and and you've now created more places mm-hmm. for dust to brew out there. Mm-hmm. And and dust could be a problem. I mean, we don't want dust all. I mean, <laughs> it's a desert. Yeah. It's dusty. I understand that. Um, but you know, when you're on the trails and you're trying not to kick up more dust and and create dust for everybody else. I mean, it does come out of the parks. It does blow into town. And stuff like that. So you want to keep the dust down, creating dust as much as possible. Yeah. But yeah, they get out there, and 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 trails get dug out, and more. And that's why we have the uh, scale of one to ten on the trails. And sometimes one year you'll go down there, and the trail's a seven, and next year it's an eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's simply because the it's gotten harder to get up the ledges, and requires more gear to get up them. Yeah. It requires bigger set of tires. It requires lockers. It's it, it it's pretty interesting how the how the how it doesn't take much for them to change. I know um, I'm not going to name any names on this story, but I know of a story where it was during Easter Jeep Safari where somebody was out on Pritchett Canyon, and I know the story. there was a breakdown, and uh, it just took one guy just going well instead of instead of helping him off the rock right, right. anything like that they didn't want to help him off so instead of helping him off they just went around and up through the fence. Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah, they went around, and that was that was was went off the trail. It tore everything up. Stay the trail. Yeah. Yep. Spencer will tell you. Stay the trail. All it takes is just somebody. So those guys went through, and it wasn't major damage, but you could see their tracks going through. And then once it starts, it's just once it starts. Yeah. yeah, All of a sudden, everybody that comes up behind that, they're like, "Oh, Oh, I guess we can go go this way." way. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be a pretty capable driver to do Bridget. Yeah, you do. A pretty capable rig. You do. Yeah, that's a nasty one. I've never um, gone through the entirety of Pritchett. I know too many people that have got stuck out there in the middle of the night. <laughs> so when I'm every year, it seems like when I'm trail monitoring, mm-hmm. I get somebody that comes up to me. Oh man, I was out there last night and I broke my rig, and we're here to recover it. And I'll look and I'll say, oh, okay, you got parts and stuff with you. Okay, go on out. And, you know, I let them, you know, I'm like, okay, go, 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 go fix your rig. Hey, is Rusty now? No, 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 no. Because they have two vehicles. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, no, no. You can only take one vehicle. Put all your parts in one vehicle. Go out there and recover your vehicle. Okay. Because <laughs> they, they wanted to fix the vehicle and then go run Rusty Nail yeah. off a of golden uh. spike. And, he, and I'm sorry, the <laughs> trail's closed until, it was reserved until Safari comes off the trail. What about you know, sometimes mm-hmm. three o'clock, sometimes five o'clock. Yeah. yeah. It is when it is. Yeah. And uh, this year, boy, they, they just zoomed through it. But anyway, they, uh, yeah. And I had one guy, 
I was the first year trail monitoring, and so I'm like, oh no, it's, it's closed here. You can't do this. You can't go back there right now. And, you know, you don't want to run into a safari and everything. And the guy broke into tears. Oh. It's my wife's daily driver. And if I don't get it back to her tomorrow, I'm going to be a try. And he broke into tears. For real. For real. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, oh, dude, you broke my heart. Okay, go. Just go. Just go. Just just go. Go. And I got back. And I was like, I was talking to, you know, the people I report to. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you can do, you can let them do for things like that. And I'm like, okay. Because I didn't get that in the briefing. Yeah. You know, they were like, yeah, use your own discretion when you're out there. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. So. I'm sure he appreciated that too. Yeah, he, sure he, he appreciated very, that. Very grateful for that. Yeah, I handed him a roll of toilet paper to wipe his ass. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm understanding. Yeah. You know. Big Sarge I'm, has a heart. I, that's right. right? I'm, not, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not an ogre. I'm Santa. I might be lugly, but I'm not an ogre. Anyway. <laughs> the, <laughs> the uh, but yeah, it's, uh, the, the trails are lots of things, and, and lot, some people want to. You know, Steve's team, he's always out there trying to, you know, you, you make an agreement. Well, now we want to go after this piece of property. And so you fight there. And then they go, well, now we're going to go after this piece of property. Or we're going to go after this trailer. We're going to go after these rules. Or, you know, it's always, mm-hmm. and that's what these people are paid to do. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's their existence let's, in life. And let's, I mean, we need to highlight this as a reality. That's the thing. Like there's, I, I'm all about the environment. I'm, right. I love the environment, yes, right? Yes, but there's yes. environmental groups that literally, it, this is what you, and I'll tell you right now, if the Utah four wheel drive association ever turns into this, that's where we're going to have a problem, right? It's where all of a sudden a whole bunch of lawyers get behind it and there's a bunch of money and lawyers are like, well, I need money, right? It's, it's paying their paycheck. Mm-hmm. And then you have millions and often tens of millions of dollars and it's it's like they they're never uh this is what the environmental groups or you see this with just all sorts of groups they're never satisfied no. and so they go to court yeah and they use an act i can't remember the name of the act right now i'm getting old you know i can't remember everything <laughs> and uh, but there there's a law out there so they sue the federal government over this issue with trails, mm-hmm. this issue with land access. Mm-hmm. It could be access. It could be how much access there is. Mm-hmm. It could be trying to shrink down trails. It could be shrinking an area up. Well, then what they do is they go back to the court and say, we want to be paid. Mm. We want our lawyers covered. And they submit a bill to the, to the federal government for their lawyers. Really? Yes. So you and me and everybody out there pays for them to sue the federal government. Mm. And that's how these people make a living. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And that's their only purpose in life. I mean, that's not my purpose in life is to fight them. Yeah. Okay. But their purpose in life is to sue the yeah. federal government. That's all they're for. I that's mean, where they, they have that's their beliefs. They make their money, you know. What they I mean? have their beliefs, and but that's their job. I do it as an unpaid volunteer. They do it as a paid corporation. Mm-hmm. As a paid position. Yeah, yeah. It's where they make their cash flow. Yeah, that's that's got to be one of my most difficulties. That I it's it's a personal difficulty I have when I see and and I kind of watch this with a lot of nonprofits, just nonprofits yeah. in general, is what you'll find a lot of them. It's like how much money are they really giving to that charity? 
or what is the charity giving? Because there's nonprofits that'll be, they'll collect tens of millions of dollars easily, hundreds mm -hmm. of millions of dollars, right? And then you're like, okay, so where's the money going? Your presumption is it's going towards whatever that charity is, whether it's whether it's military or whether it's this or whether it's that. Right. And then what you find is, is like, oh no, so what we do is we spend 8% on awareness. Well, how do you do that? Well, we'll run TV commercials or that's the kind parties, of stuff, right? Parties dinners. or they, they dinners or which, which they're going to these dinners and part of this dinner is, yeah, they talk about it, but then they're doing it to get more money, right? Well, yeah, there's, there's fundraisers. So, and, and at, at Blue Ribbon Co Coalition, we're not all, you know, volunteers. Right. Uh, we have a paid, paid executives. Mm -hmm. uh, we pay attorneys mm -hmm. because we have to file briefs mm -hmm. against organizations like SUA. Yeah. Uh, on, on a national level. Uh, we're fighting. Uh, we've helped with the uh, with uh, legislation at Blue Ribbon. We help with, uh, I mean, different states throughout the country, not just here yeah. in Utah. Uh, Utah's got a strong representation right now and is big, a big supporter of the Blue Ribbon Coalition. And, and our, you know, unfortunately, we have to raise money to pay the lawyers right. to, to fight this. Now, the good thing is a lot of the times we get a lot of free legal assistance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and stuff like that. Unfortunately, unlike, you know, say SUA, uh, we can't turn around and tell the government, hey, you know, give us money because we help fight this. Mm -hmm. Doesn't work like that. Mm. So, yeah, we have fundraisers, and you know, the money to our from our organization does go to awareness, but also to help fight to keep the trails open. Right. But I mean, and, and Utah four wheel drive association, we're more of a boots on the ground mm -hmm. organization. We help with trail cleanups. We, you know, and things like that. I mean, you know, yeah. And help clubs put on events, which in turn helps raise money for us. Uh, right now we just gave $10,000 from the Utah four wheel drive association mm -hmm. to uh, the desert rats down in, southern utah which is the desert roads and trails society <laughs> mm. it's just not the desert rats it's got a real name uh <laughs> it's just kind of a short thing desert rats yeah. you know, mm -hmm. desert roads and trails yeah. society and uh, upload and uh we're all working together to uh down at sand hollow there's a parking area by the tanks by the water tanks okay mm -hmm. uh they're going to put another water tank up there well, that's going to take up all the rest of the parking that's up there. So we're going to work, uh, we're working with the federal government to create an area where we can put in a parking area and we're actually paying for it. Cool. Hmm. So not, it's about a $200,000 project. Yeah. With the equipment, the gravel and well, everything else. And that's what I mean right there. So it's like, it's, in, you're actually putting the money towards right. what you're, what you're supporting you winter four I mean? by four, yeah winter four by four jamboree down in southern utah which actually started off many years ago right I'm with a different name it, yeah i'm even thinking it was the last century uh started off as the winter four by four uh, winter utah four by four uh winter convention oh okay uh, mm -hmm. and uh it and but then when we morphed into not putting on events anymore then the clubs down there took it over and it's it's now gotten to be the winter four by four jamboree it is one of the best events in Utah. And we have Trail Hero, which is in the fall. Right. Uh, so October time-ish. Isn't it around first October? Week, first week of October. Right? Yeah. First week of October. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's another great event put on there. And and the Winter 4x4 Jamboree money is, and also some of the money from the uh, 
uh, Trail Hero down there, and there's other events down there, uh, have gone to p- help put in uh, uh, toilets mm-hmm. up in the hills. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, the ladies really like the toilets oh, in the hills. They love them. Yes. 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 So nice. And, and these days, <laughs> now, believe it or not, there's rules on putting in a toilet. Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, guarantee, yeah. Uh, environmental yeah. Envi- things. Environmental yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, the ones we put in down there uh, have been, uh, they have, they, they bioengineer the waste. Nice. So mm-hmm. it can be recycled. Mm-hmm. So, you cool. know, when that breaks, we got to pay for that to be fixed. So. Yeah. yeah. That's good you stuff. Know. See, uh, that's interesting. A lo- stinky, I but good. I don't think a lot of people realize that. I don't really think they realize that um, some of the, some of those facilities that exist are actually privately funded. I right. think they think, oh, yeah, this is all public. This is all just handed to us. This is all just part of uh, park services or something like yeah, that. No, nothing's, right? no, you have to do like like the Red Rock four wheelers have to have to pay for environmental studies, uh, permits and stuff like that. And it it gets expensive. I mean, people, you know, say, well, you know, I've got to pay forty five dollars to be guided down a trail. I mean, well, it, or fifty dollars. There's a reason why. I mean, it's we have insurance. Mm-hmm. OK. We've had people who just come down for safari and then get hurt and turn around and sue, try to sue the Red Rock four-wheelers because they got hurt during safari. Hmm. Their accident has nothing to do with safari. Right. Right. But it just happened. To to, they happened to yeah. be there when they it happened coincided. to be there. Yeah. And, you know, mm. actually they were, they were, hey, you know, it's safari. We're having a good time. And Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, things happen, and then it's all Safari's fault. So we have to have lots of insurance. Yeah. Not just there, but at Trail Hero, at Winter 4x4 Jamboree, all the events throughout Utah. Mm. Uh, we got the Vernal event coming up. Uh, hmm. uh, Rally, on the, Rally on the Rocks? Man. That's a lot. Coming up in uh, June. I didn't even know about that uh, event. The 11th. Now, most of these... 12th, 13th? All, all the events that we're talking about, most of right. all this we're talking about, this is just day-to-day trail running kind of thing, right? That's pretty much what most of it is. Uh, trail Hero has got some interesting thing, factors in with it. Uh, we put on a super crawl with that. Uh, okay. Rich Klein puts on a super crawl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was... Uh, he's, he's taken over the super crawl now. And he's he'll be putting that on down there this year. The prior two years, it was uh, also also there. Uh, he puts on uh, a couple of different uh, competitions down there, like the Trailbreaker, where you're literally going where nobody has gone before. Hmm. And these are super buggies. And they're some of the top drivers in the country. You have to be invited. You you don't show up and go do the Trailbreaker. Hmm. You don't just show up to run Super Crawl. I mean, these are, these are events you're invited to hmm. because you're the best of the best in the country. So... Hmm. That's pretty. Or cool. actually, internationally too, because we got guys that come come in from Japan, really, wow. and from uh, Australia. That's just the ones I know of. I, there's been some from Mexico. There's been some from Canada. Very cool. Yeah, so it's it's literally an international event. Supercrawl is just wow, and and that started off as a U-Rock event. Yeah. And I had the honor of uh, announcing several of them, including in Vegas. So, so they're still doing that. I mean, U-Rock. Do, does UROC even exist anymore? No, UROC's not doing it anymore. Supercrawl's its own identity. Super, it's its own yeah. thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. Things change hands, mm-hmm. move around. Mm-hmm. This name was with this group, and now it's with that group. So. Yep. Yeah, I think I, we were, when we had Tyler on, we were talking about that exact thing. We were talking about what's still left. UROC's not really 
doesn't so no, much exist. No, Rock doesn't exist. We Rock does. Rich Klein. Uh, we Rock, yeah. Rich Klein and We Rock is still. He's doing a couple small events here and there, isn't he? And it, well, you, you, you got Rich Klein and you got Rich Klein. There's two clients. And they're both named Rich? They're both named Rich. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to, uh, well, okay, there, there, there used to be Big Rich and Little Rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's Rich C. Klein now and there's Rich Klein. Oh, okay. okay. And so, and I've known those guys forever. Great guys. Yeah. Great guys. And so, Rich Klein down in, in the younger one mm-hmm. uh, lives down in Hurricane. Mm-hmm. Hurricane area. Maybe Leverkin. Right. Hurricane, Leverkin. St. <laughs> George would have I've heard it's kind of windy down there. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. You know. Uh, and uh, so... Uh, he he does uh, the trail hero and and he has now taking over Supercrawl, and I believe he's going to be doing five events throughout Utah this year. Oh really? Yeah, to include Hurricane, uh, Vernal, Cedar City at three at Three Peaks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure where the other two are at. So I believe it's five. A little more competition based rock crawling. Oh, it's very technical. Compi- it's very yeah. competition based. Yeah. Very technical. It seems like Ultra Four is the dominant thing right now in in those yeah, areas. Dave, which, Co- Dave Cole and uh, yeah. has done an outstanding job with King of the Hammers and mm-hmm. Ultra Four, and and you've got to qualify to become a king and to go to the King of the Hammers. Right. In the in the uh, in the top classes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just don't get to show up. You know, it's not it's not a bring you junk kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and his team uh, takes over the lake bed out there. And well, just amazing. does a outstanding job. One of the best events mm-hmm. uh, in the country. You literally have I mean, a city that just yeah, just a city that pops up and yeah, and just pops up. It's in the middle of the lake bed, so it's not like you're going to tear anything up. I right. mean, it's a dry lake bed, so mm-hmm. and uh, which has made it interesting a couple times when it's rained out there. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's been a few uh, few stories to tell about that. Um, I mean, and there's a few events out there that just anybody can enter too. I mean, they have the they have the one nighttime crawling. Right, right. I can't remember the name of that one. But uh, like I said, Dave Cole and his team have just done, you know, an outstanding yeah. uh, job with that. I mean, they've just it's just unreal. And, and you've still got some other rock crawling. There's still other rock crawling companies out there, too, that do great, great jobs. But King of the Hammers, that, to me, that's that's one of the, you know, that that's when when i'm not doing public lands anymore and i'm not doing announcing for other stuff i and i have announced for dave cole before and uh would love to do it again out there at king of the hammers i want to go out to the king of the hammers that's yeah on my, that's on my bucket list this last i only have um, so much vacation from working the real job yeah that allows me to go out and do the other jobs yeah this last um this last uh what was it january right that's when they do it yeah january. this last time they did it um they actually made national news as far as because of um, they just had a picture on it and was like, you know, I can't remember what the title was, but they're referencing city that pops up overnight of off-roaders in the middle of the desert um, draws concern for no masks, right? Because it was like it shows all these people just there's tons of people standing around on the rocks and none of them are wearing masks and stuff like that. And I didn't like, hear of any, you know, uh, I haven't heard of anybody at any of our events, and having any COVID issues. Have any or? COVID issues? I haven't um, either. You know, I, and I, I feel sorry for the people who have gotten sick from COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you got vaccinated? I've got, uh, I've got my shots. Both of them. Yep. Did you? Nice. Yep. Yep. How'd you do in the NBA. second one? 
I was going through a very stressful time in my life. Oh, wait, was that when you had to run to Texas? That's when I had to make my run oh, to Texas. Yeah. And so I was so stressed out that mm. I wouldn't have known if I was sick or not. Oh. I didn't have time. Mm. I didn't have time to notice if I had issues. Mm-hmm. I had something to do, and I had to do it. And so I oh. went to Texas, did it, and got it done. Got back here and went to Moab. I got back here and Jeez. yeah, got things taken care of. and Got it taken care of, yeah. And then... Uh, Went to Moab. We got our second shots here. Coming up. Coming couple up. Days. Couple days. Yeah. You get yeah. it done. That's the man sticking it to you. He's got to get it done, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, you know, I, you know, I got it because I, I can travel for the government if I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my wife's got had both hers. She's going to Hawaii to take care of her mother for a month and a couple of weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. People want to travel. Yeah, people do want to travel. I think it's really yeah. good. People uh, get ho- it. hopefully I mean, getting the respect of normality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's to me. This is like you've been around long enough, right? So I've been along it, around for a while. You've yeah. been around for a little while. Yeah. So, but I don't remember the moonshot, right? I don't remember the man walking on the moon. I wasn't alive for that, right? That was that was before my time, several years, right? Um, but. In comparative, if you think about the technological advance, because I did once upon a time, spoiler alert, once upon a time, I hate, I hate doing this, but I studied microbiology. That was my, my plan was to go into medicine. It was like, where, what takes me to medicine? It was zoology or microbiology or whatever, right? So I, I picked microbiology. So I got pretty far along in that until before I decided to switch. But um, the advancement that we're dealing with, with being able to actually have... Um, a vaccine in the short amount of time that actually works mm-hmm. as good as it does with it's very effective and the extremely small amount of uh, deaths side that effects. might side effects or even deaths that might mm-hmm. be attributed to it. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. It literally is incredible. So to me, it's one of the most amazing feats of, of mankind. You know how it's like, you, if you if you study enough history, like I, I don't I don't want to say I'm a NASA nerd or that just came with you know growing mm-hmm. up in the '80s with the Challenger and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, that was a big it was a big fascinating thing. The space shuttle was a big amazing thing, um, but all the technical advancements that come from space that came from space exploration right. were amazing. I just can't wait to see what actually is going to come from COVID from the technical advances of the vaccines. Well, I think you're going to talk about amazing things in the future that'll come from this the apollo 13 mission which had some bad issues yeah yeah that was a, that was one didn't quite work as well as well as they had but they got home they got right? home they got home yeah actually when i was selling dodges mm-hmm. in 1995 mm-hmm. the intrepid had more computer power than than the that apollo 13 run. that yeah. went to the moon and back yep. crazy. <laughs> that is crazy and now oh yeah Light you know, years beyond. Light years. I Isn't mean, you know, amazing? If, if you'd said something like this when I was a kid or even when I was in the Army that, you know, mm-hmm. one day, you know. We'd all have a tracking device that <laughs> yeah, could access anything in the world. <laughs> and listen in on your conversation. <laughs> My wife knows where I am all the time. Uh, the, uh, love you, honey. Uh, <laughs> so, you, you, you know, I was around when the, well, you know, even Jeep vehicles. Okay, we've, mm-hmm. we started off with the uh, CJ-5 mm-hmm. yeah, and the MB-3 mm-hmm. and, uh, and the World War II Fords and, and Jeeps. Yeah. And, and so you've got 
you know, how those have come along. Right. Okay. And then you go to the CJ6 and the CJ8 and the CJ7. And then you go to the Jeep right. Wrangler mm-hmm. and you go to the, you know, TJ. TJ, yep. And then the JK. Mm-hmm. And, and then JL now. JL now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the JLs. I mean, just how things have progressed. I mean, you, you could take a stock Rubicon and do most trails in Moab. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's most amazing. Yeah. It's, a, it's amazing, you know, where, you know, my Ram Charger had a hard time. Yeah. I've, and I've had the TJ Rubicon. I just loved it down there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just the technology that's gone into them and all the great companies like yourself uh, and companies like Advanced Adapters mm-hmm. and Summit Machine. Yeah. I mean, I love, oh, I love Summit Machine. Shout out to Julene. Yeah, awesome. shout out to Julene. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and then all the shows that have come from these kind of things too. When we're doing mm-hmm. this podcast, uh, you've got, you know, 4 by 4 TV mm-hmm. and, the, and the shows like, uh, you know, Ian and the, and the crew and, mm-hmm. and our, we miss you, Jesse. Yes, we do. And, uh, you know, her shows and, and the stuff that she did. Yeah. And I mean, just the, the, the stuff and, and it gets more popular. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you, you go down and now everybody wants to have a, a Rubicon. Yeah. Or Jeep, or even yeah. the new Gladiator. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you guys got to. Hey, by the way, love that Gladiator sitting out front. Mm, thank you. Beast. I love it's that pretty. thing. Yeah. It's beautiful. That's who, who drives that. Sarah, I get to drive it we sometimes. Back and forth. Yeah. 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 So when we bought that, this this really happened. <laughs> I ordered that thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so it, because it's a launch edition, right? Mm-hmm. Got a launch edition. They sent like this wooden sword, right? It's got my name on it. Yeah. It's like, whatever. Mm. It's pretty cool, right? Anybody that got a launch edition got one. So I'm like, oh, this is sweet. And um, we go to pick this thing up. And she basically tells me, hey, this is mine. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wait, I what? My name's on the paperwork. I, I don't. I'm saying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if this doesn't I, work out, I don't get it. It's gone. <laughs> it's hers. <laughs> okay. So a little unhappy about that well, one, but. I still Previously get to, drive it. to that, we had the JL, right? Which we was did. supposed to be mm-hmm. mine. I, I keep hearing that I'm going to get to drive this TJ someday when it gets fixed. Eventually, right? and I never now. got to drive the JL ever. Rap Patrol needs a so. star. No, 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 not the Rap Patrol. Oh. Rap Patrol's fine. No, okay. It's just I don't think she wants to roll around with a minigun. You know, right. you know, I'm totally in traffic. Down. I'm totally down driving traffic <laughs> with that minigun on top because That's I just exactly want, what you want because <laughs> any cop that would pull me over, yeah, once that he found out he or she found out what is up there, yeah. Would be like, oh, cool. Let me check it out. No, that's you know, that's you know, that's what happens when we went to at SEMA. We got pulled over by like I don't know. I wasn't there. Who got pulled over? It was Robert and somebody else. Was they were all driving? Robert. I can't imagine Robert being pulled oh, over. Oh yeah, no, so weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, but he. It's because he was kind of like okay. we, yeah. we're, you. You drive it from the show over to the hotel, right? right? And right. that's where you go. He yeah. he didn't drive it from. He was like, I'm going to drive up the strip a few I times, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Who doesn't do so, that, you know? Yeah, he got pulled over. They got pulled over, but the cops were just like, this is awesome. Can we take pictures of this? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it was. Can so. we take pictures of your totally illegal vehicle on yeah. the streets of Vegas? <laughs> yeah. You know, the, uh, yeah, that's, and, you know, when I've had it at the shows, I've had, you know, I let the kids climb, we've let the kids climb up into it and everything, mm-hmm. and I've taken it to Hill Air Force Base. You know, we, yeah. took it to, we, we took it to Hill, and mm-hmm. it took an hour and a half to get it in the gate. 
Yeah. 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 That was that was kind of interesting. I think that mm-hmm. went all the way up to a lieutenant colonel mm-hmm. before anybody understood what it was. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't functional that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some people's kids. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, security, got to keep, got to yep. take care of that. Got to do his job. Those gotta MPs got to do their job. No, they're SPs. Oh, Sky. oh, excuse me. Right. Sky Patrol. Sky Patrol. <laughs> That's almost as like ridiculous sounding as like <laughs> Space Force, dude. Is that seriously what it is? Are they Sky Patrol? No, no, they're, <laughs> they're just called SPs. Security Patrol. Okay. <laughs> yeah, my buddy Dick, my buddy Dick Dunsford, I'm poking good fun at him right now. Okay. Because okay. We grew up together, and he he became a sky cop. Oh, okay. That's what you call them, sky cops. That's the nickname. Well, you know, and and then when it comes to the MPs, you can't spell wimp without an MP. Oh. Oh, okay. oh, oh me and my mm. more dad jokes. <laughs> I tell you. Okay. So. <laughs> By the way, I, was, I wasn't ripping on Space Force, by the way. I'm all about Space Force. Space Force is good. It's yeah. just I'm not big on the name. <laughs> Galactic something maybe would have been better. Anyway, go ahead, Sarge. Yeah. Tell us your story. And I want to hear. The first trip up can be the Battlestar Galactica. Anyway. Exactly. The, uh, so, anyway, we've had a lot of fun with that, the Rat Patrol, and I've, you've taken some great pictures out in the desert with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, the, and the desert's always an interesting place. We get a lot of calls for recovery out there where people think it's hard-packed and it's not. Oh, yeah. Uh, Like you're talking anywhere around the salt flats. People don't realize that you could, well, not just the salt flats, I mean, but anywhere around the Great Salt Lake. Right. You might think that's nice and hard, but. I actually hit a hole one time going around the edge of the Great Salt Lake, and I thought I was good. Mm -hmm. No, I ended up at like a a 45 degree angle. Really? With in the mud stuff coming up through my doors oh it's yeah. so stinky too oh I, so stinky i sold that truck so quickly after that <laughs> <laughs> i only paid 400 to begin with so yeah. clean heck. one yeah, owner clean right? it was a one owner <laughs> uh i had to clean the wasp nest out of the out of the rocker panels when i picked it up it was a, a, a 19 a 1975 trail duster with a 440 under the hood plymouth plymouth right plymouth trail plymouth. duster yeah. yes yeah, that's a, that. They're a rare duck. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're very they're, rare. They they have some good fun. They had we. I had some good fun with that truck. Mm. I had some good fun with that truck. And the uh, wish I'd restored it. Really? Yeah, I wish I'd restored it. Well, you don't see many big block. No, you don't really. You know, it's not really thing anymore. Chargers, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mean, I don't know. Like, yeah. That and the Bronco were about the only ones. I don't ever remember the four fifty four coming in a Blazer. Yeah. But you could get a big block in a in a Bronco. And when they went to the big Broncos? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Like the seventy nine eighty ish time frame. You could you could get a big block. Well, you could get four sixty. Yeah, yeah. They went to big Broncos and then they brought back the Bronco two, which was a oh, small Bronco. Yeah, car. Little, right? The baby the baby Bronco is so cute. Yeah. So cute. <laughs> Larry Olson had a blast in the Broncos. But. Speaking about Broncos, did you put one on order? Did you all go? I mean, I know you have you have a Jeep still, right? Or no? No, no, I've got the power wagon. You just got the power wagon. Yeah, I sold the TJ. Sold the, sold the TJ? Yeah, my back doesn't let me get in and out of a TJ very well. And so I decided crazy. I wanted something that, uh, you know, was more fitting my size. Can so we I went t- to the power wagon. Yeah, okay. That it's makes like sense. A, it's, like a, it's like a Rubicon on steroids. Right. Yeah, I'm, running, I'm running 37s on a stock suspension. Yeah. Wow. They're very, they're very capable. Oh, yeah. That's the truth of it. Very capable. Um, so what was that weird fetish you had for a little while with those Suzuki things? Oh, the Suzuki X90. Yeah, what? 
What's I've, going on there? Like, I, I, it's like you. Fat man you in a little car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Suzuki X90 is a was I'm not gonna say limited production because they sold as many as they could. Uh, they sold about thirteen thousand of them between '96 and '98. Oh, that's that's not very many. <laughs> no, in the United States, no, it's not very many. Um, it was Econo box, so a lot of people trashed them, yeah. put them away. Yeah. It looked uh, like a like a blown up Honda Del Sol to me. That's uh, what it looked like. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. it looked like uh, a Honda Del Sol Honda or Del Sol. a uh, or a Mazda Miata. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That needs to go to Weight Watchers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what's funny is I fit in the damn thing. Really? I comfortably? Can, comfortably. Really? Comfortably, yes. Fascinating. In fact, he, my uh, old boss, uh, Paul Geiger, was bigger than me. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and him would go to lunch in the car. It was like these two great big guys come out of this little tiny box. <laughs> but the cool thing is, is see, the, the, the X90 is built on a Suzuki Sidekick frame. Okay. Okay. And it uses all Suzuki Sidekick driveline. So it's pretty capable then. So it's it's a very capable little vehicle. Uh, a lot of guys do the same thing to it that they do to the uh, Sidekicks. I mean, we're talking they put they either put a Toyota uh, straight axle or a Samurai mm-hmm. straight axle underneath the front end, lift it. I mean, you there's a couple of companies like uh, uh, Rocky Mountain Outfitters. Mm-hmm. They sell a lot of stuff for it, like a like a uh, two inch body lift and a three inch suspension, uh, yeah. two and a half inch suspension lift. I don't think people realize just how capable Suzuki's were. You know what I mean? They're so tiny. You know, I, I, I like thinking of the one day when I was sitting at the light at 30th and 1900 heading south. Mm-hmm. Snow-packed road. Mm-hmm. And I'm in my little tiny car in this great big Ford Monster diesel lifted, you know, <laughs> truck comes up next to me. And he kind of <clears throat> had me come off the light. Hard packed snow, dude. What do you want to do? But you know, I'm like, okay, you know, who am I to pass a challenge, even in a Suzuki X90? And so I locked it in four wheel drive, mm-hmm. and I come off that light, second gear, and I just scoot right across that intersection. <laughs> dude, hit the four wheel drive in that truck and just goes sideways. Oh. <laughs> like, bye bye. And so. Uh, you know, and it's kind of cool. It's got T-tops in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a capable little off-roader. It'll go places that other things won't. Other things will go places it won't. But right. you can you can really, you know, uh, Shane and uh, Steve down at uh, Low Range Off-Road mm-hmm. build a real cool one. You've probably seen pictures on some of my Facebook pages of one they call Tweety. Hmm. And it's now living the life of luxury over in uh, Denver, Colorado. Oh, I'm hoping it's yellow. And that's oh, yeah. why they called it Tweety. Yeah, and they had a picture of Tweety okay. on the hood. Oh. Yeah. And uh, so they did a great rap on that on that one. And then I drove my X90 down to their shop in Provo one day, or Orem, Orem, sorry. Drove down to Orem to their shop, and Steve goes, you drove that all the way from Ogden? And I said, I drive this thing all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, okay. <laughs> so, so here's my question then. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you're doing that's good. 25 on- years old. Yeah. yeah, but you're doing good with your Ram right now. But yeah. so many people put their money down on the Bronco. So many people That's nice. jumped on the Bronco. That's nice. The what? The Bronco. The what? The Bronco. Uh, my what? favorite is the box Bronco. Uh, you know, the... Uh, the bigger one? The box Bronco. Which one's that? That's the original. Original. The original. Bronco. OG. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. And 
yeah, that's uh, the you know I like the original box Bronco. I, uh, I've got a great sponsor up in uh, uh, Camas, Utah. Uh, Sexton Off Road, right? They Dustin, do, D- Dustin, Dustin, who Dusty is a Dustin. retired Marine gunny sergeant, mm-hmm. and his wife. He was a tired. He really is. He's a retired. Yes, he's a retired. Uh, I knew he was military. Yeah. Reserves. He was reserves. Reserves. Okay. Yeah, he just killed killed people on weekends. Uh, <laughs> no, he's he served overseas. Yeah. Uh, his wife Laura. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is retired senior master chief. Oh wow! Navy. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. And uh, she works uh, grooming the trails, up keeping the trails open up at, in the wintertime up at uh, Deer Valley. Mm. He is also a fire captain for the Far- Park City Fire Department. Right. Is he the fire captain? I he knew is he a was fire a captain. I mean, really? captain, you got chief and then you got captains. Hmm. He is a fire. And I, and I used to be an old Army firefighter. Hmm. So first three years in the Army, I just sat in a red truck and watched airplanes, telecopters go up, but down, up, but down. That sounds like And your dad was a helicopter job. pilot. He was. Yeah. Dust off. Yeah. Yeah. Medivac. That's what he did. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So, what you're telling me is, you're not getting a Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of dodged that. One. I'm kind of <laughs> not a person to jump on a bandwagon. I see. Mm-hmm. I want to see how it does. I want to see s- what they start making for it. Mm-hmm. When when you start making, you know, like it's got the goat in it. Right. Goat mode and all that. Goat, yeah, I mean, the, the mm-hmm. seven position goat mode, and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because the Bronco got lost in the mountains and was found by the goats. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the story? No. Have you I, seen the commercial? I don't no. Know. It's, no. It's a, it, it's, I have yeah. I laugh. I played with goat mode in the sport and I was like, okay. Was, yeah. That's cool. Okay. So yeah. this is an easy way to turn off your traction control. You know, that's mm-hmm. what I thought. So when it. you get, yeah. when you start getting to the point where the government's overregulated us, mm-hmm. And you've <laughs> I'd never worked for the government. And now you have goat modes. Yeah. And now you have goat modes, yeah. So you've got, uh, uh, you know, they have to make everything so technical. The mm-hmm. suspension and everything else. So it'll be interesting to see who develops what for these newer vehicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as far as suspension, lift kits. I mean, it's a nice it's a nice vehicle the way it is. Right. Okay. And it's, it's a capable off-roader. Mm-hmm. Okay, but to take it to the next step, what's it going to take to do that compared to a Jeep? Right. Which face it, that's what they're going after. No, they're that's not going, definitely. They're not going after the. Yeah. They're not going after the the Blazer. They're going toe to toe with Jeep on this. Yeah. So. This is this is this is an all out. You know, yeah. who's who's got the coolest stuff? Mm-hmm. And the Bronco name, I mean, you know, it, it's a great name. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, they've made wonderful vehicles. Uh, for you know decades mm-hmm. and for last century mm-hmm. <laughs> it's something we refer to the last century now and mm, that's uh, wild huh and you're so, literally talking a century that ford's been around yeah, yeah yeah ford's been around a long time that's pretty crazy yep and so they're making a very capable vehicle but it's going to be interesting to see what the accessories are going to be able to be for this outside of are, are you developing a bumper for it absolutely all right yeah front rear bumper so that's right. Watch the website. Uh, Expedition Racks, One. All sorts of good stuff. As soon as we can get a hold of one. Yeah. You know. And uh, let's see what the, we, we get going there. But the, the suspension is going to be something. Uh, I I don't remember what it had for a front suspension. It's in, it? It's independent. 
is independent, so it's going to really limit it on what it's able to do. And I think they've got height adjustment. Did I don't know if they have no. They have they have sway bar disconnect though. They have sway bar disconnect. Sway bar disconnect. Okay. Yeah. So, so that'll make it. And so you know they're going to you know drop arm. You know, kits are going to probably be made for it. It's going to be interesting to see mm -hmm. who comes up and starts developing that. I, I honestly think this thing is going to be one of the most capable off-roaders out there. Well, you know, a lot of racers mm -hmm. uh, have done IFS front suspensions. Yeah, there's a lot of guys moving towards IFS. And there's a lot of guys that have run straight. And mm -hmm. there's been guys who have won, you know, Campbell Enterprises. Yeah. Out mm -hmm. of... Out of uh, Shannon. Gilt. Yep, Shannon and, and Shannon gave us a trophy one time. He won something out here at oh, Miller's, yeah. and yeah. he just, hey, you guys want a trophy? Gave it to my kids. <laughs> just gave him a trophy. Uh, Shannon's a, a great guy. I was more nerded out about it than they were. They were like, oh, cool, and I'm like, dude, you realize what this is? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know his two kids. Yeah, have you ever, you've met his two kids? I think so. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and well, these kids. Back when I started announcing for you, Rock, these little kids running around the course, you know, you're like, get out of here, get back behind the barrier, <laughs> get back there, you little shits. Anyway, and so, and not just them, I mean, the levels, and I can, I can just go down a whole list of people whose kids were, yeah, they were there, you know, on site, yeah, and it's, as it's, part it's, of it, as part of it, and they have grown up, and now you've got like uh, Bailey Cannon, oh Bailey, Cole. Hmm now mm -hmm. who is a champion in her own right and uh Waylon, uh you know tammy and shannon's son mm -hmm. you know a champion in his own right. yeah dude he I was mean, he's just really impressive watching yeah. him i mean i haven't followed him for a long time but back oh no, i still I follow him, him. I still, really I, yeah because to me he's it's a good it's driver like, you know I, I watch these kids grow up mm -hmm. you know and the families grow and the businesses grow uh, you know, and so it's like, you know, well, your own kid is doing the engineering <laughs> over here. And I remember, and he was like, get out of here, you little. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had I, those days. Go away. You know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the Patey's kids, you know, Ranch's kids. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, next thing I know, here's, you know, these kids doing all kinds it's of nice things. Nice to have legacies. Yeah. You got, yeah. you got, I mean, Mark Faulkner started Terraflex, right? And you got Ben running it now. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, you know. And, it's pretty and, cool. And, and sometimes they go to corporates, and for like like rough country, tough yeah. country, tough country. Tough. Yeah, tough country is now part of Daystar. Are they now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, last I talked with Kelly, he was running tough country. Was he? I mean, running. He was running Daystar. Oh, was he still? Yeah. He no, no, not still. He took. He had taken. He had been put as the interim. Oh, okay. CEO of uh, Daystar, I believe. I could be off on that. Yeah. Huh. The years go by. Yeah. <laughs> the names flash. I don't have time to keep track of everything that everyone's doing these days. I used to keep up on it pretty good. I knew what everybody was doing, but now I just too busy keeping yeah. up with my own stuff. Yeah, it's it's and and, and things become more corporate and they shrink mm -hmm. and they grow and they shrink and they grow. It's kind of interesting because I think there's some benefit in some areas to their the the corporate nature coming into the industry, but at the same time, it the the biggest problem is when it's just there's a level of where you you lose the end enthusiast, right? You'll go mm -hmm. to SEMA, and you used to go to SEMA, and you knew everybody from all these companies, and you could go over and talk with them, and you could shoot the breeze, and they were all enthusiasts and everything oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. Now you'll go to SEMA, and you'll be talking to some, like, 
20 something that doesn't know anything about what doesn't he's know where selling it came you. from. Yeah. Doesn't know where it came from. He has I mean, no he, idea. He knows what he's, he, he's got an idea of what he's selling you. Okay? Yeah. He well, knows his product. He's got a sales pitch. You he's, know, he's got a sales pitch. Yeah. Has he ever used it? No. You don't know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it used to be the guy that developed it, built it and, you know, did it in his garage yeah. was there at SEMA with mm-hmm. us. And he was, yeah. you know, he was showing us how it's done, mm-hmm. you know, and he talked, you know, he was just happy to talk to you for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You <laughs> still yeah. have that in some, in some, I in mean, some. I'm still there. Well, t- you know what I mean? You're still there. Uh, Terraflex. Yeah. I mean, those guys are great. You'll see Ben there. You'll see Mark. You'll see. Yeah. You'll yeah. Um, uh, Skyjacker. Skyjacker. Skyjacker still a family run organization. Oh, they are. Yeah. They are. yeah. Love those guys. Yeah. I just got to say that I don't really use much of their product, but I got to say they're, they are cool people. They're yep. really good they're, people. They I actually great sponsors on my JL a little while back. Uh, I had stuff from my Ram charger from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had stuff on my, uh, the big white diesel, the big Sarge diesel. Oh yeah. Yeah. Had uh Skyjacker stuff on it. Yeah. It's decent, decent, good yeah. equipment, right? Yeah. Long Not routine. overly expensive and everything like that. Good price. Yeah, and the, yeah. the family's getting a little older, and so the youngins are beginning to step up to the pump and everything. That's the good thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just, it just, you know, it's, 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 it's it, the, the off-road industry and the off-road family. Mm. I yeah. mean, you know, I've had the honor of being able to go to SEMA as, as an invited guest. Right. Um, I sit on a board with SEMA. Mm-hmm. I sit on the uh, uh, Namrack board, mm-hmm. and so I sit on that down there, and uh, he'll put that on every year. And that's on Mondays. Mm-hmm. Come if you like. <laughs> when you say Mondays, you're talking Monday. Monday set up Monday, right before you say, yeah, you're yeah. usually set up. And, and, yeah. You know, yeah, we're all trying to smuggle things in to the house, <laughs> you know, food and stuff like that. I know, right? Yeah. I tried carrying out a set of ramps one day, and they were like, you can't do that. Oh, uh, okay, so I just went out a different door. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of cool, you know. I love going to SEMA. I love going to SEMA. Yeah, uh, I got introduced to that by, uh, you know, announcing at UROC. Mm-hmm. and then we used to do the, uh, we did the Warren Proving Grounds, and we did the uh, Toyota Proving Grounds down mm-hmm. there. We built those for those companies, and it was it was a lot of blast. It was a lot of blast. That was my first exposure, and then I got on the Namrack board, and now I'm an invited guest. I took my cousin one year uh, with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's an old body shop mechanic. He had his own body shop back in St. Louis, and uh, I bet he loved it. He was well. First off, I'm like, I was back in St. Louis, and I'm like, Hey, cuz, you want to go to SEMA? Well, yeah. <laughs> I said, But I can't afford that. I said, Well, what, what do you mean you can't afford that? I can't afford tickets to SEMA. And he's a business owner, so he could come to SEMA. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said, well, How about I just treat you? Mm. What do you mean? I'm like, well, I'll just give you tickets. I can just get you some tickets. I can take care of that for you. Mm-hmm. You can get me tickets to SEMA. <laughs> now, he's thinking, you know, I'm still, you know, I'm like 50 years old. I'm 50, probably 57 at the time. And he's still thinking, and he's like 70, 70-ish at that time. And I'm like, he's still thinking I'm this little snot-nosed brat, I guess, over next door. <laughs> And uh, I'm like, you know, come on, cuz. Yeah, right, you're going to get me in this area, right? So, mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, I've got a place for you to stay and everything. Because I run a, I, I use timeshares down there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which for SEMA is great. Yeah. yeah. It's perfect. I, mean, I just need someplace you mm-hmm. know, and get up and go. And uh, so <laughs> he flew in and, and I got him his tickets and everything. And 
you know, nobody wants to talk to us because all, all ours say is like, you know, we're guests. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're not a purchasing agent. You know, oh. Face it, that's who you want to talk to there. You yeah. want to talk to the purchasing agents. Yeah. You don't want to yeah. talk to some schmo. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we were walking past BDS. Okay. And the guys from BDS all, all know me because they got BDS and Fox and JKS and mm-hmm. all these companies together there. And they're like, hey, Sarge, you want a beer? <laughs> it was like 10 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> and so we, we walk over there. Mm-hmm. And my brother, my, my cousin's like, what? You, you know these guys. <laughs> I'm like, your little cousin's not quite so little anymore. Yeah. And so anyway, had a blast. And in fact, it was, uh, I think, one of the last times um, I got to be with, uh, we were talking about her earlier. Jesse? Jesse, yes. Oh, mm-hmm. That's and Jesse yeah. was at Seema. She was with the Warren booth at that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mike Patton, who was with me, his daughter, he, Mike Patton and my cousin uh, worked on custom rods back in St. Louis. They build them and show them and help others with them. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what I do in the 4x4 industry, they do in the hot rod industry, hot rod industry mm-hmm. in St. Louis, which is also sometimes under attack, the hot rod industry, yeah, which sure. I'm a member of a hot rod club, and I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> um, and uh, so he was, th- you know, his daughter was thinking about going to WyoTech. Hmm. or into mm-hmm. a, a school like that. Mm-hmm. And Jesse sat on the board at Wyotech. Right. Mm-hmm. And I walked up to Jesse, and she was just about done with, with him, and I said, Jesse, would you do me a favor? And would you, if I did a video, would you tell this girl, and I can't remember, Mike, sorry, I can't remember your daughter's name. Would you tell her to go to Wyotech? <laughs> and she says, yeah, sure. And so she, we, did, we did this little video, and I sent it, sent it to his daughter mm-hmm. while she's in school. And so here she gets this personalized message that's awesome. From Jesse, mm-hmm. you know, saying, "Hey, go to Wyotech. You know, it's a great school, and blah blah blah. And you can do all this other stuff like I do, and this, you know, and this and the other thing." And so that that's that's the family mm-hmm. of the off road, yeah, of the off road industry, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, some of the you know, and, and we've got so many great people in this industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's all kinds of great peoples. Mm-hmm. Okay, great peoples. Yeah, <laughs> you can say that. Yeah, yeah, great people. Great people. There are a lot of great yeah. peoples. Yeah, great peeps. Yeah, we got a lot of peeps. And, yeah. Uh, some we've seen come and some we've seen go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting at SEMA because SEMA's on this year. Yeah. yeah I don't, we're excited. It and I'm be. officially, the Big Sarge <laughs> no. is officially announcing that SEMA is on this year. Don't yeah. argue with me about this like you did with Red Rock Four Wheelers. <laughs> uh, so as of, <coughs> as of right now, SEMA is on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, NAMRAC will be having this meeting. So if you're listening to this and you're, you want to be part of NAMRAC, <laughs> take a look at our Facebook page and join us. NAMRAC. That's Monday, right? That's Monday. During setup. During setup. <laughs> when everything's chaotic. When it's well, crazy. Just stop on into NAMRAC. Yes, stop on. <laughs> and, and see, SEMA also sponsors uh, the Blue Ribbon Coalition and gives us a room where we have our annual meeting uh, Saturday and Sunday before that. Okay. So I have to get down there Friday. Yeah. Okay. I have meetings Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then I get to enjoy the show when I'm not talking to vendors Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. and then get on my horse and ride back up to Ogden. Yeah. Hmm. It's quite the production. That is quite the production. Yep. SEMA so itself is. It's quite the production. Oh, it's crazy. Quite the production. Crazy. It's yeah. insane. It's crazy. It's it's like one of the biggest. It is the biggest show uh, in North America. I'm pretty sure. Well, there's one other one that they put on there. We're not gonna talk about it. Does it start with 
is it the adult <laughs> one? The adult show. Uh, yeah, that's right. The now adult here's the thing. Convention. That one's not nearly as big. Yeah. It's not. Is it? It is way bigger. Yeah, are you, you're not talking about personal experience there. <laughs> no, but no, okay. I do. Right, here's right. the thing. Just, they, so that's the thing. What is it called? Is it called NAM or something like that? Or there's one that's all about like, I know my brother-in-law goes down to it because it's like filmmaking and stuff like that. A lot of oh. guys, it's, t it's, it's all about that tech cameras and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. So same the time they were having that. Show? Yeah, it's, yeah. Isn't that what, well, yeah, what's that called? Sound show is pretty good. Is pretty big too. Mm -hmm. It is pretty big. But as far as SEMA takes up like every single hall well, plus a tent, oh, plus the make, front parking they area. Make, they make, they make tent, the, the tents. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and the tents get more and more every year. Yeah. Yes. It's, yeah. it's huge. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens this year. With, with the new convention with, center? Well, no, with the COVID. Oh. Sure. How many companies made it through this? I yeah. Mean, we've, yeah. We've probably lost a few. Yeah, I think most of them will come through. I think the is the truth a of it. A lot of people were working from home. Yeah, working from home. <laughs> it's it's. <laughs> it will be I don't. And her vehicle somehow just yeah. got marvelously more creative. Yeah, and parts mm -hmm. added to but it. But I literally I can't think of anybody that I know of that um, went out as far as in. in yeah, I can't it'll be think interesting. It'll be interesting to see. It'll so to see. I mean, there's there's a ton of companies that are there, and who knows? I mean. We'll see, but I mean, the, the, what I think will be more interesting is how many people just decide to skip it. Because yeah, I've talked to, I've talked to, com I'm not going <laughs> to say who, but I've talked to companies that have basically said, you know, we don't know if it's really worth us going because, you know, they sp you spend $50,000 on this trade show yeah, and, you know, they've skipped it now. They, they, this whole year, they're like, what are we going to do? We're going to be missing SEMA thinking that SEMA was such a huge part of it, which I, I do, I still think SEMA mm -hmm. is very important. I'm, yeah. I'm attending for sure. But you know, their sales are still through the roof without even going to SEMA. So they're right. like, hmm, we're not too sure that we really need to go, is the truth of it. I hope that's not yeah, the general I, consensus. I hope that's not either. I mean, because it's, it's a great show. It's a great show and, and great people. I mean, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's, some, there, there's some departments over, oh, you gotta watch the, I hate to say this, but there's been there's been countries busted. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Under, under for federal uh, for uh, trademark infringement. Right. Yeah. And yeah. SEMA. Yeah, we've, patent, we've seen it. Patent infringement right there. there. Yeah. Well, you get co you get yeah. copied quite a bit. We get copied. We haven't had too many issues coming from just it's it's hard to copy a big old bumper. You know what yeah. I mean? Particularly one that this is one of my things that I end up doing. It's maybe it's accidental, but. There's easier ways to make a bumper than how I make bumpers. Let's mm -hmm. put it that way, right? Yeah. There's more cost-effective ways where you can have higher margins. Cheaper. So, yeah, there's yeah. cheaper there's ways cheaper to do ways. it. There's cheaper ways so, to do it, which in turn, though, make a cheaper bumper. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But, I mean, that's the thing about it is, like, I've seen – it. I we didn't have any of our products involved with any of that stuff, but Not I saw products that mm – -hmm. yeah. I mean, we saw it happen where you literally mm -hmm. just, like, boot them. Yeah. People being booted. Oh yeah, I've yeah. seen people booted outside yeah. of her. Wow. You have to be careful. I mean, we're pretty careful when we're there about who's in the booth taking pictures yeah. and whatnot. You get, dude. There's some careful. crazy. Who was mm -hmm. telling me? I think it was. I think it was JW, JW Speaker. Speaker. <laughs> yeah, he was telling me a story where, um, and I'm hopefully I'm getting this right. Hopefully this is who it is. But they literally had somebody walk into their booth and they're showing off their new tail light for the JK. Mm -hmm. which is on this JK right there, actually. Um, they're showing off this new taillight and everything like that. It's sitting there in the booth. And they had somebody come in the booth, a lady come in the booth uh, with 
a, tape a little measure. tape measure, and she started measuring it, taking photos. Yeah. Right there, just taking pictures, taking could, measurements. Could have been more obvious if she yeah. tried. Yeah. No. yeah. And uh, I think, dude, this is. I think he checked her cell phone. No, his his dad. It was Jason smacked. Speaker, yeah, right? Yeah, I think he smacked And phone. he told me he walked right over, the, her, his dad walked over this lady and just swatted her, and the phone went flying down the aisle. Yeah. <laughs> it was the bouncing phone, down not, the aisle. Not her, the not phone. Not her, the oh. phone. Like, <laughs> he swatted her phone and went bouncing yeah. down the aisle, and the lady <laughs> yeah. was like, whoa, <laughs> what's going on? And uh, I, a SEMA person was standing there and was just like, what the heck? And uh, came over, and he explained what was going on, and yeah. they escorted the lady away, apparently. So... Good. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're good. a lot more careful about that. Yeah, I think you might see a you might see a smaller show this year because like we have heard from other companies, and it, I think part of it's you know you you have to plan so far in advance for SEMA. Really, a lot of uh-huh. times that yeah. Months. with yeah, with you the do. uncertainty, Months. you know, they probably maybe put their budgeting for that that show or their marketing somewhere else. But uh-huh. I think you'll see you know next year and the year after. It'll be right back, bounce back. I Th- think this so, This year too. might be a little bit I mean, weird, but it, I don't think it will last. And it might be a good thing just in general. Like, So here's the thing. It's a brand new convention center, mm-hmm. right? A whole new building. whole new building. It's been added. Much bigger. Yeah. I mean, have you seen pictures of this thing? Yeah. You have? Oh, yeah, I've seen the, pictures of the, the new cool development. The cool roof line. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 The, uh, it's it's going to be interesting. I, th- I hope we fill it all again. Yeah. Because there was a time like back in 08, 09. Mm-hmm. I remember that. We did not fill f- South Hall. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember that. And there was a lot of space. That it was like, <gasps> that was back when they're like, when I'm like, hey, can I bring three or four feature vehicles? They're like, sure, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Now, more than now you're lucky to bring one. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. they're, and they won't let you buy more than X number of space if you don't have seniority, et cetera, the yeah. last few years. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, it's tight now. Yeah. I think it'll, I think it'll bounce right back. I, I don't know why it, why it wouldn't to be honest with yeah. you. Oh, what's the event right after that up there in Logandale? Um, Vegas Valley Four-Wheelers, I believe, put it on. Oh, hmm. yeah, I'm like, I don't know about Logan's that. Run, Logan's Run. Logan's Run. Oh, okay. Logan's, Logan's Run. There's all sorts of events. I mean, the Baja 1000s, like, right after yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. So. Well, that's actually, isn't it? When is it's usually it like on? a week or two right after it. Really? Yeah. That's another one I'd like to go to. The one, Baja 1000? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been to that one either. I haven't either. I'd love to. There's nothing really to announce. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it's just fun. I I have been offered to go down on on tire teams. Right. Yeah. To, to, you know, but I'm at the point now where all I can do is stand there with a fire extinguisher. I'm not changing the tire. (laughs) 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 Okay. The cat is fire. Fireman's got it. Okay. The, uh, yeah, that's, that's a wonderful event. You know, we got some great, let's go back to trails in Utah. Let's okay. go back to trails. Let's go back to trails. I'd actually like to talk about some more trails. Yeah. Um, one of the fun runs for a beginner mm-hmm. is the Pony Express Trail. Mm. Yeah, that is. And you can take the Pony Express Trail out uh, in Utah County and go across the desert, go mm-hmm. across into Tooele, I believe, Tooele County. Oh, yeah. And then pop up over in uh, Nevada. Mm-hmm. And what's kind of fun to do is take that trail, go up and then spend the night in Wendover. So now we're kind of talking about overlanding. Yeah. Which yeah. is good because I'd good. like to talk about overlanding. Yeah, you, this you, isn't just trails. This yeah. is yeah, this, this is, is overlanding. overlanding. But, I mean, the, just the, the history right. of the Pony Express Trail and why it's there. Right. And, you know, the, back in those days, every 20, 25 miles there was a, you know, a station along the, right. the Pony Express Trail. And there's only a few left out there. 
That friend and I was wild, telling you about, the, my friend Cameron, that mm -hmm. we drove down mm -hmm. that thing that we shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, his this is a, this is awesome. His great 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 grandfather somewhere mm -hmm. in there. His name is lots uh, of greats. Lots of greats going back there. Um, his name is Howard Egan. General Howard Egan, if you want to Google him, you can Google mm -hmm. him and see this is legit. Uh, he pioneered that route from Salt Lake City mm -hmm. to Carson City. That was his route. And he and him and his sons rode that section. They're what made the Pony Express Trail through there. Well, see, so you got two parts of history. You got the, you've got that trail. Mm -hmm. Okay, then you can go up and spend the night in Wendover. Okay. Then you can go north out of Wendover and go up and take the Transcontinental Railroad Trail back. Okay. Which is another big part right. of history. And come back in through Promontory. Or you can go out through Promontory, drop down to Wendover, spend the night in Wendover. Come yeah. back. You can either come back down I-15, not spend the night, or you can drop down to Pony Express and come back. Um, the What's really co another cool thing is when you go out to Promontory Point, uh, they have a wonderful film out there that you can watch. Hmm about the railroad and the you know mm -hmm. how the Irish built it coming east and the Chinese built it coming west and you know all the you know the, the things that they had to go through the Indians um, mm -hmm. you know the, the big part for the Chinese coming across these high Sierras not to be confused with the say with the Sarah the high Sierras <laughs> uh, was that uh, they had avalanches mm -hmm. and it'd wipe out camps mm-hmm mm Sometimes Jeez. the avalanches would come down and just wipe out the camps. Anyway, so that's, that's a really cool part of history, being able to drive up yeah. you know, Transcontinental Railroad and go out and or go out Pony Express. I mean, those are, those are part of Americana right now. How far have you traveled on, on the Pony Express? Just the Nevada. Just Nevada? Yeah. Um, haven't gone all the way Kurt to... Kurt Williams has taken it as far as it can go, and there's some nasty silt beds out there. Really? Yeah. Interesting. He's gotten caught up in some nasty silt beds. Hmm. He, he did that one year. I'll have to talk to him about it. We're having him on the show. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'll have to get into that. Yeah. And uh, so you've got trails there. You've got you've got other trails up uh, around. Oh, the Spiral Jetty's a nice family drive. Yeah. It's yeah. not it's not <laughs> difficult. It's no. Not no. No. But I mean, it's a nice nice family drive. It's better in a four wheel drive than a car. Mm hmm. Uh, and that's that's an interesting little piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then. Uh, You've got so you got those trails there. Uh, we've talked about Hardware Ranch and the trails up in Hardware Ranch. Uh, you've got uh, Monte Cristo, right? The trails coming off of Monte Cristo. Uh, you've got uh, a lot of good trails out in Vernal. Mm -hmm. uh, Price. We haven't talked about Price. No, we uh, haven't. I believe that's King County Crawlers area down mm -hmm. there. Great group of guys out of guys and gals out of Price. Uh, then you got uh, uh, you've got Canab. There's some great trails around Kanab. Mm -hmm. uh, we got stuck in a canyon in the rain one time, and that was not a good thing. Really? No. Oh, we got, I mean, literally, the, we could not get out of the canyon without winches. We had to winch every single vehicle. Really? Wow. Yeah. And that was down by w w just somewhere out there? Kanab. In Kanab. Well, outside of Kanab. Where is Kanab about? <clears throat> uh, west of Hurricane, southwest. Is that where it is? No, southeast. I'm sorry, southeast. Yeah. Yeah, Don Black and the group down there. Great group, okay. great group of people down there. Yeah. And uh, you've got, oh, another great trail is if you go down, I believe it's Needles National Park, uh, Elephant Hill. 
Oh, have you ever done Elephant Man? That is yeah. Canyonlands. Is yes. that Canyonlands? Canyonlands. Yeah. Okay, Canyonlands. Yeah. Uh, that one's fun. That yeah. one's fun. Mm-hmm. Elephant it's Hill. really cool. I've been I, a trail leader, for a uh, trail gunner for that, for Easter Jeep Safari. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's neat that they, I, th- I think it's just neat that there's actually that kind of access in national parks. Yeah. That yep. was one of those things that kind of surprised me. I was used to going through Zions and, mm-hmm. you know, everything's very controlled and structured. Yeah. Nice yes, paved yeah. roads. Yeah, it's it's a wonderful trip. I would recommend that for anybody. And you can you can go through there and just keep on going. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the confluence right. that you can get up, see off that, and a, the con. And it's one of the few confluences in the world where you can see. And a confluence is where two rivers come together, right. Right. and that's the confluence of the Colorado and the Green. And when mm-hmm. you look down on it, you can actually see the green, yeah. which, is, which yeah. is actually green, and the Colorado is brown, and it kind of mixes together and goes on down yeah. to the lakes and it all turns brown and i actually when i was on that when i was on that run i actually had uh, a guy and gal a guy proposed to his fiance oh, fun. proposed really? to his yeah, yeah. girlfriend out there that's something special yeah it's, it happens a few times <laughs> this, this last year i was kind of joking that uh, i'm actually uh <laughs> I'm ag- actually registered with the Weber County Clerk's Office, and I can do weddings. Sweet. And I was, wow. kind of, I was joking around trying to get somebody to do a, a getaway wedding, like on Seven Mile Rim or someplace, <laughs> you know, <laughs> where it would be kind of cool to have, you know, a bunch of people show up for a wedding. That'd be awesome. <laughs> you know, advertise free beer. I know everybody would be there. <laughs> Half a Moab. <laughs> Everybody, Jeeves, hey, free beer at this wedding reception up on uh, top of the escalator. I thought about putting that out as a joke <laughs> uh, during safari at, at the punk everybody, but I was kind of then decided that I could end up fearing for my life. Yeah, yeah. might get in trouble group. for that one. Yeah, that group, <laughs> I, yeah, that, they may. <laughs> they, they, they hunt you down, man. Yeah, they, you can't hide. <laughs> You can't hide. I, well, I'm, as big as I am, I can't hide anyway. Uh, but, you know, there's no place you can hide down there, Moab. They'll find you. Have you done the swell before? No. A lot of my friends the have done San the swell. That's a, swell. The San Rafael swell. That's another. Uh, legendary. Uh, legend is legendary. You, you come out of Price. You can come out of Salina. You can come out of Richfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's got some great uh, areas. Uh, Delta. Yeah, it's got some great trails. Really, you don't hear that much about it. No, you don't. Uh, But Craig Stump has done some great stuff with trails out there in in uh, Delta, Utah. No kidding. Yeah, I've had some interesting experiences out there. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I know there's a lot of sand just north of that, but I wouldn't, you know. Well, Little Sahara. Little Sahara. Sahara. If you like sand, Little Sahara is a, a great place to go. I frankly loathe sand and. Hmm. Mud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, prefer, I much prefer rock. I know how to fix my rock stuff, but mud, when you got to fix it in the mud, it's just ugh. Mud is the worst. Yeah. I don't mind sand. Sand, well, I don't know. I have a little bit too much fun in sand. so oh, I've had a lot of fun in sand. It's just I probably shouldn't have as much fun as I have <laughs> in sand. Try to break, <laughs> break stuff. Yeah. I'm not trying to, and I don't, or haven't just yet. Lose your inhibitions. Really. But, when you yeah. use on the dunes. I have way too much fun <laughs> in sand. Yeah. Somebody taught me once upon a time, uh, this magazine editor taught me how to drive in sand mm-hmm. and it was all downhill from there. <laughs> I was, I was still using traction control and stuff like that. And he's like, nah, turn that off. You want to do this? And yeah, you do want to turn off the traction control. You want to air down. Mm-hmm. You don't want to try to go straight down and up a hill. 
You want to take it at an angle mm-hmm. and stay into it. You know, and if you get stuck in a bowl, you just wind yourself out mm-hmm. of the bowl. Yeah. You just wind your, hit the mic. <laughs> you just wind yourself out of the bowl. And I've done that in the Ram Chargers before. Mm-hmm. Have you really? Oh, yeah. There was a bowl I almost dropped in on in um, Sand Hollow. I was with Phil Howell. And he yelled oh, at me. Phil. He's like, no, no, don't drive in there. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I, I didn't drive in there. Apparently, once you get, there's this point of it, it's just like, you'll never get out. You just mm-hmm. get sucked down in. You know, there's a lot of legendary names down there now. There Larry is. Ma- Larry McCraw. Mm- McCree. McCree. Is it McCraw? McCree. Larry, we love you. <laughs> uh, and then. Uh, He's what uh, made Poison Spider a Poison Spider, basically. He, ma- he made Poison Spider. He did. I mean, Clifton Slay started Poison Spider. Well, he grew it. Yeah. But Larry. And then uh, made it. Lance Clifford. Yeah. The, one of the founders of uh, Pirate 4x4. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And uh, you got Decline, mm-hmm. you got Rich Klein, and there's other great guys down there. I mean, there's you a got, whole bunch of great guys. I'm trying to remember his Phil name. Howell. Phil Hall. Phil. Yeah. yeah. You got um, Gil he started, Meacham. He started I Hate Mud. <laughs> What's his name? I feel bad. But, yeah. Guy that we just know I so many mud. people. I mean, yeah, you start yeah. talking about these people. You, we just know so many of them. I'm terrible with names, too. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll remember it. I'll be, like, in the shower and be like, oh, it's... <laughs> yeah. So... I'm just not a name person. Two days later, I'll be sitting at work going, oh, dang, I need to, got to call him. That was his name. <laughs> five Mile Pass has been a oh, fun local. Five. We haven't talked about Five Mile. Oh, how could we forget about Yeah. Five Mile yeah. Pass is very interesting because there's a lot of private property in there. Oh, is, is it really? There? I didn't know that. That's like I thought you, that was you, all BLM. Oh, no. Like when you pull into the parking lot, Yeah. that hill over to the right, Yeah. that's all private property. Hmm. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of blotches of private property up in there there's mm. uh you, you uh, rattlesnake goes uh, rattlesnake yeah. And, yeah. And, and we always do that one uh it goes constrictor. through constrictor constrictor Th- those mm-hmm. those go through private property no kidding uh yeah there's and then there's the jeep in the hole right yep. that's a weird one isn't it yep you still see it mm-hmm. I, where is this five mile pass have yeah. we seen this I've seen it. So effectively, I don't know what the story is behind it, but there is a Jeep. If you look down, it's in one of the mines, right? Yeah, it's like one of the mining shafts. If I remember right, and this is going back prior to my time, well, uh, someone went up a hill. Mm -hmm. Oops, went down that shaft. Yeah. I think they lived, though, because the Jeep is stuck. Like... It's, it's, it's like a cartoon. It's like it's like maybe 40 feet down or That's something like crazy. that. It's just stuck in there, and it's it's kind of hard to see, and then you just get the light at the right angle, and you're like, Flash, oh, look. Shine a flashlight right there. Huh. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, now they have the grate, so you can actually yeah. stand right on the grate and oh. look down. Maybe I have seen that. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, and, and see, and talk about reparations of, of lands and stuff like this. Uh, with it, with, or restoration of lands, not reparations. Mm-hmm. Restorations. <laughs> We don't want to get into that. <laughs> okay, I got, I'm at work at 6 a.m., so we're getting into we're getting into Sergeant's sleepy time. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, well, a lot of things they do with those old mine shafts now is they put those grates over them mm-hmm. uh, so that they can right. be used as bat habitats. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, interesting. And if you're up at the wrong time, it'll drive you batty. <laughs> uh, Set up. Set that up. <laughs> and. Uh, Oh, our engineer's awake. Okay, good. He was, he was kind of, he was kind of <laughs> out cold with, over there for a while. Us. He's still with us over there. He was, he was kind of out there for a while. He was, he was kicked back and joined. <laughs> I don't know what he was watching over there. But. 
Uh, so yeah, they, they they got that. So there's a lot of good things that go on out there. Yeah, uh, with, like with the bad habitats and stuff like that. That's throughout throughout Utah. Uh, you know, you you, and then you you've got uh, a little uh, little Moab out there too. To the mm-hmm. south. I mean, there's all kinds of trails out there. You can follow trails for hmm. days out there mm-hmm. past five mile. Everybody wants to stay at Constrictor, Rattlesnake, and right around there. Mm-hmm. And we've gone out and done a lot of cleanups. I've pulled a lot of abandoned cars out there. Really? Yeah. yeah. Old ones? No, new ones. Really? Yeah. People, you know, stolen cars, been dumped out there and stuff. Oh, like that. And then we, we clean up a lot of, you know, we'll go out there and clean up an area where target practice has gotten a little bit too crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like almost nothing but shotgun <laughs> yeah. shells and two, two, three. Just garbage and stuff just that drop out yeah. for, for target and see, practice. Uh, okay. And like the Utah Four Wheel Drive Association, we got a bag called the Trasheroo. Right. Which is a wonderful bag mm-hmm. that goes over your spare tire or on mm-hmm. the back of your tailgate uh, with our logo on it. We sell them for $50, so come see me anytime you want to uh, <laughs> at any event. And uh, cheap plug. And, uh, you know, you should always pack out more than you pack in. Mm-hmm. And what a lot of people do with it, with like with their trash room is is they'll fill it with firewood, mm. and go to their campsite, dump out their firewood, and they use it for the trash and bring the trash back out. Oh, very nice. And they nice. pick up trash along the trail. I mean, you pick up trash and throw it into the trash room yeah. on the back while you're on the trail. I mean, that's one of the big things we worry about at Utah Four Wheel Drive Association is is we want to work with the BLM, we want to work with the Forestry Service. Um, you know, Boar is another great group here in the state of Utah. It's another great club. Yeah, those guys are club. a little bit more like high, you know, desert running kind of racing, right? Oh, they're into everything. I mean, they, they do a lot of American Fork. Oh, American Fork Canyon. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we didn't talk about Yeah, we didn't yeah. talk about American yeah. Fork Canyon, which, again, was originally mines. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's... Goes basically know. all the way up to Snowbird, the backside. Well, yeah, you can't. There is one trail. Um, Goes all and the way up to Mineral Basin. Yeah, you can go up through Mineral Basin, and if you get permission, you can go all the way up to Snowbird. Right. You just have but to it's have on permission. Pro- it's, on, well, it's, it's private on property. property. It is private property. Yeah. Uh, there's very few private property swatches up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one time, well, I'm not going to start. Uh, <laughs> but you can also, what's the nicest thing? You can go up the road and come down, and you come down into middle, Midville? Um, what is that on the backside? Um, of... Of which? Well, actually, you can go up. You can go up American Fork Canyon. You oh, can Hebert. end up in Park City, right? And Millville. Millville. Mid, there's a Midville up there, Midville. isn't there? By no, not Midvale. Midville. Midville. By Heber City. No, no, it's you're thinking. Um, what am I thinking of? It's 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 to the it's to the northwest. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Of Heber. I know exactly. It's right what you're there at the end about. of the trail. I'm like, I know people that you live come down there. The, down the trail. Yeah. Like, mm. Yeah, Glenn Wakefield, the owner of uh, Rocky Mountain Outfitters. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that where Zermatt is? Colville. Oh. No, Coville's up. Uh, no. It's not Coville. Yeah, Zermatt. It's, it's Zermatt. It's, 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 it's mid. No. Something. Not. Midway. 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 Yes. Midway. Yay. There Ta-da. it is. We got it. It was mid Thank something. Thank you, Sarah. Sarah got yeah. it. All right. There we go. <laughs> so many towns. So many wonderful towns we get to visit mm-hmm. uh, off-roading. I said we got the, the event coming up in Vernal. Uh, that's going to be uh, an absolutely great event. Uh, not a lot of people go out to Vernal. Yeah, and that's, and, well, actually, this this event's growing all the time. Is it? Uh, this is our first, they actually invited the Utah Four Wheel Drive Association out there. I'm hoping to have a film crew out there with us this year. And nice. They'll be doing some filming for uh, uh, Parks and Recs. Mm-hmm. Awesome. 50th anniversary of their OHV program. Of uh, the what program? 
they're off highway, off highway vehicle. vehicle. OHP. Oh, OHP. 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 Gotcha. And so uh, Chris Holler and his team. Mm-hmm. And so we're looking forward to putting uh, putting together some stuff for them. And that'll be on ABC4. Mm. Cool. Don't know when. There'll be some uh, nice, uh, there'll be actually a nice overlanding trek that side of Utah. Not many people. I mean, you can go all the way from Vernal. You can go all the way down off-road trails, all the way down to Green River. <laughs> last, last, yes, last time. And last time I went out there to Vernal, um, I ended up towing the trail leader back home. <laughs> really? <laughs> he didn't make it 300 feet down the trail, and he tried to jump a ledge, and he his Jeep flexed too much, and he put his fan right in the radiator. Oh, oh boom! It was an old, it was an old flatty type mm-hmm. Jeep. Mm-hmm. Day over. And uh, so strapped him and. Hold them back. Hold them all the way back to Vernal. Mm. With the so here's the thing. The the do you feel that that's one of the key things that helps keep everything open? Just the stuff you guys are doing. You do these cleanups, right? So you're you're right. pulling out old cars. Right. You're cleaning up after boneheads going out there doing target practice, leaning all their crap around. Um, people abandoning their cars. People stealing yeah, cars. People and stealing them. cars and abandoning them. And you know, just people leaving junk out there. Uh, you know picking up parts from other mm-hmm. you know off-roaders other broken vehicles and beer cans all well, over that's, and that's and it, you know <laughs> if we keep an area clean then then you know they've it, it adds to the fight against closing it right we clean it we maintain it you know we we keep you know we i hate putting up a fence i hate putting a fence because i don't think we should have to put up a fence mm-hmm. but because of some boneheads we have to put up fences. We have to sometimes close off. So you guys have actually put up fencing to Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we've closed trails. Yeah. Well, not not closed trails. Mhm. To keep cherry stemming from happening. No. Oh, let me oh. drive down this little area right here. Stop let the spurs or stop whatever. Stop the spurs, that. the cherry stemming um, and and to keep people and to keep the trail narrow. Mhm. Right. As the tra- trail goes wider, 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 then they we end up putting buck pole fences in mm-hmm. to bring them in and bring them in and bring them in. Mhm. Uh, I've done fences at uh, Little Sahara. I've done fences in in uh, Cache Valley. Uh, you know, uh, the, to help uh, show off the difference between our prop, uh, public lands and private land. I've helped put up fences for that. Mm-hmm. I've helped take down fences hmm. uh, that were dangerous. Hmm. And uh, so, do do your part. Yeah. So yeah, everybody Clean needs up. to do their part. Don't just don't go up there and drive. Don't be that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you you got that high school kid that you just bought that Jeep for, right? Or new Bronco? We'll give, <laughs> we'll give Bronco a plug. Or you just bought your first power wagon? <laughs> uh, you know, don't be that person that goes up there, tears up stuff, and, and walks away. I mean, you mm-hmm. know. And if somebody says, "Hey, you really shouldn't be in that area," look, are you supposed to be in that area? Forest Lake mm-hmm. of American Fork Canyon. Big problem with people not just just oh, yeah. don't think the rules don't apply to them. We'll drive right into that lake and drive stuff right like in that. the lake, drive around the backside. Yeah, I mean, that's what the, mm-hmm. the fences, that's what the poles were. Well, I fit through the pole, so it can't, I can't go. No, just because somebody else moved the pole doesn't mean you, you get to go. Yeah, yeah, there's you know, you gotta save the salamander up there or whatever it is. But you know. yeah, know but, the area but, before you go. Yeah, know the area before Don't you go. Don't carve Check your initials it. on rocks and trees, please. Oh, yeah. you know, oh we just goodness. had a, we just had one, uh, it might have been out there at Canyonlands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody just did uh, uh, put the little climbing. Spike, oh, they did? Spikes. They put a piton. A, pitons into yeah. an area that had uh, the uh, petroglyphs. Oh, dear. Oh, my gosh. Oh, what? yeah. That's, and, he, and, and he fessed up to it. I mean, hmm. I mean, there's been people when, 
And some people put this stuff on YouTube, and it's just like, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so well, thanks for leaving the evidence yeah, somewhere where we, can, yeah. evidence yeah. where we can all find it and everything. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, and you know, and so, some guys have done this, and yeah. we've, you know, and unfortunately, the internet will shame you. Oh, yeah. yeah. And some people have come back and said, hey, look, I'm sorry. We went back and we cleaned it up and blah. And that's the good folks. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's the good folks. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's when they do it and they don't see that there's a problem. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, that, well, it's, it's public land. I can do whatever I damn well want to. Well, no. Mm -hmm. no. Yeah. no. No. No, no, no. No, no, no. So this education is really important yeah. to help keep it public. Yeah. We yeah. got to keep public. You know, like I said before, Utah's trails are America's trails. Let's keep public lands public. Yeah. Are there any issues as far as be outside of Utah? When you step out of Utah, I mean, does the fight get worse? Does it get better? I mean, we have the Blue Ribbon Coalition, which covers most of the West, right? Well, the but Blue Ribbon Coalition co covers the entire United States. Does it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll help anybody that needs help. Um, mm -hmm. But Kansas has very little public lands. When you, you get to mm -hmm. that, I guess, border, like with Colorado, Okay. After that, there's no public lands. There's very little, uh, not no public lands. There's very, very little, little public yeah. lands. Texas, second biggest state in the union. Right. Very little public lands. Hmm. Uh, you know, so you, you, you end up riding on, on power line trails or you end up at a park. I don't always be park that's privately owned and you have to pay to go in there. Right. Mm -hmm. And then everybody's in there mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you got, everybody can find it as one little tiny area. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what the that's what the, uh, the they, they would love to outside the fact they'd love to eliminate us altogether out here in the West. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, 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 the tree huggers would just love to see <laughs> would just and, 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 and sometimes, you know, we've got idiots in our group. Mm -hmm. OK, we do. We all know this. And they have idiots and they're sure. they're idiots. I've seen put spikes in roads. Yeah, they've set the booby trap roads. Yep. And that's just which is just threatening somebody's life. Yeah, I mean, it's you, yeah. you, you blow a bead. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you blow a tire, you catch the bead, you end on your lid yeah. by yourself. You might be dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's literally threatening somebody's life. It's not I'm going to pop their tire and make their life tough. It's like, nah, you could or potentially kill somebody. They throw rocks out onto the trail. They, they, they literally have moved rocks down on the trails. Yeah. Had a big problem with that down in price lately. Mm. And we ended up getting a group together and. And got that taken care of. But these and, and, and some of these roads that they've done this on mm -hmm. are roads used by farmers, sheep herders. Yeah. They need to have their access this, roads. This is county They're access also like roads. Uh, search and rescue needs to be able to get up right. that road if somebody's right. up there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, we just, after almost a 10-year battle, uh, got the Big Ridge Trail opened up mm -hmm. down below Hanksville. Okay. And I know the guy who originally cut the road mm -hmm. for the mining companies. Mm-hmm. But they had a landslide on it, and for we have we had fought them for years trying to get it, and finally, uh, the county went in and got it, got it opened up, got it opened up after almost mm. ten years. Hmm. Because it, you know, the, 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 there's some wonderful people in the BLM mm -hmm. for both sides. There's some, yeah. there's some that are really green, and there's some that are really on our side. And we're talking Bureau of Land Management, by the way, just right. so you know, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Bureau of Land, Land management. management. It was the BLM before that other group. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just so don't there get all are, weird there about are it. Multiple. Yeah. yeah there's good, multiple good BLMs. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's only one in my book. Yeah. Uh, Bureau of Land Management. That's 
And so, uh, you know, it, it just <laughs> so, you know, we, we work with them as best we can and try to keep them, you know, you know, and in fact, we've invited SUA to events. Really? Where we've been putting up fences and planting mm-hmm. trees. Do and they come? Like, oh, no. No, no, no. Not no, interested? No, not interested. Not interested nope, in helping? Not interested yeah. in an yeah. olive branch. Nope. And, and, and we, I'm more than happy to work with them. Mm-hmm. You know, they got their opinion. I got mine. Mm-hmm. You know, but at, right. at the end, we can all drink tea or yeah. a beer and or find Coca-Cola. Find common ground. Mm-hmm. You know, find mm-hmm. a common ground, you yeah. know. And all I got to say is when it comes to trails, nobody ever, you know, the kids never remember the 45 miles of the gallon you got in that Prius. <laughs> <laughs> but they remember that trail ride with daddy mm-hmm. and mommy. Yeah. Yes, that is a different experience. Or Uncle it's a different experience. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or Uncle Buck. Yeah. <laughs> it's a rich, I mean, there's such a rich heritage to, to, I think, I think it's just, when I say rich heritage, I think it's just part of almost like DNA. If you think of particularly people in America, right? Mm-hmm. Um, everyone that's come over here in one way, shape or form has been a pioneer, mm-hmm. whether they wanted to be or not. You know what I mean? It's, um, it's it's driven a lot of rugged if you look at what europe used to be versus what this was right europe was very controlled monarchies systems like that right and um you had everything from the wild wild west to the deep south you had all sorts of stuff that had to be conquered and overcome you know what i mean yeah so it really uh you know whoever's here they're in my book it's just you have the heritage of being american as being a rugged individual yeah that's just part of it you know and so it's really neat to me that we get to still feel that i think it's healthy to feel that right we're all at desks all day uh in so many in so many areas we're just stuck at a desk or we're on our phone which we probably shouldn't be right um oh never and it's i put put my phone away when i go to work and i never touch it the whole day (laughs) It's just fantastic to uh, to get out away from places. There are, I mean, there are still are places in this country where there is no cell service. Yes, and it is a wonderful yes. thing. Yes, it is absolutely a wonderful thing. So, yep there there is there is few places like that. Uh, uh, Canyonlands mm-hmm. is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a, that's great, and and you know, going out to Moab is is wonderful. Going out to Sand Hollow. I got, I got friends that have a room down there that I can use anytime I want to at Sand Hollow mm-hmm. in Hurricane, and uh, they call it Sarge's room. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, I have a great time with those folks down there. Uh, love getting down there with uh, uh, Gil and uh, everybody down there, and, and putting on the Winter Four by Four Jamboree, mm-hmm. the Trail Hero. Uh, you know, I love being part of the Red Rock Four Wheelers and putting on the Easter Jeep Safari. Uh, and you know, people need to get the young, younger people need to get more involved. I'm ready to retire out. I'm yeah, ready to, I'm ready to just sit back and and go enjoy a trail and and not worry about anything. And 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 know the next generation is going to take over for me, and the younger ones are going to come on up. And, and that's kind of one of the challenges, isn't it? That is a challenge. That is a challenge. Um, mm-hmm. You know these. We got to teach our kids to respect the land uh, and respect respect the, the trail mm-hmm. and, and keep it on the trail and not, you know, just go tear stuff up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
You yeah, look at the, the popularity game. of the growth. In the, I mean, just the fact that the Bronco is coming out. Right. The, the fact that, that that's being relaunched. You have, you know, Tesla built the Cybertruck, which is an interesting vehicle. I'm actually excited for it, to be honest with Hummer's you. Hummer's coming out. Yep. Yeah. New, coming new Hummers, new right? Those are coming. The Rivian, which is a, I think is going to be a pretty amazing truck. Have you seen how it can do a tank turn? Right. And literally just whoosh. Yep. I mean, you have a movement in Jeep did there. You know, I guess it's a hybrid vehicle. It's not all electric, but it's a... It's a hybrid, yeah. It's a hybrid. Gas electric. Um, I think you're just going to have more of that. And I think that I think that opens up the popularity, the growth of this industry. And I think it's good. I think it's very healthy. But yeah. that is probably my biggest concern is the lack of education. That's probably where yeah. our problem is going to come in. You, you get the Volkswagen coming out? Wait, what? The Volkswagen? Volkswagen's doing what? Volt. Wagon. Oh, the oh. Volkswagen? Yeah, they're going to change their name from... <laughs> Volkswagen. The Are they really? No. No, they're not. No, actually, it was actually it was a <laughs> actually it was an April Fool's joke put up by Volkswagen. Oh, okay. Oh. They advertised they were going to be I all electric. One. They were going to be all electric, and it was uh, yeah, it was kind of like yeah. I was like I was looking at it like that would have been so dumb. <laughs> I'm just actually really? I'm like I mean from I mean a it's clever standpoint. I mean it's clever, know. dude. But come on, like what is it means the people's car? Now yeah. what does it mean? means the electric electric people's car, people's car. <laughs> the electric people's car you get a real charge volkswagen yeah no no volkswagen is yeah, yeah. it's like the people's it's car perfect, it's yeah. volts isn't isn't that the people yeah hey you speak german over there what is volts what is volts volkswagen people's car wagon is wagon you wouldn't know you need to look that up it's the people's car he's taking german he's taking it like every semester yeah, so i I've I've lived over I lived over there for six years. Did you? Yeah, I was assigned over to Germany for six yeah. years. It took two back-to-back tours. How was it? Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful place. Left there kicking and screaming. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the wall came down. They didn't need me. Mm. So I they said that. they said, Sarge, we're going to send you to Washington D.C. Oh. Yeah, I said, Oh no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> not. Plain and simple. That's a place to visit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cherry blossoms. Yeah. I'd love to Beautiful. go see the cherry blossoms. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, one take a tour. I'd love to. Get, I'd love to get with our congressional team and take a tour of the White House mm. and the. That'd be amazing, wouldn't if it? If they ever take the fence down, they'll take it down. Don't you think? Uh, I'm hoping. I mean, yeah. somebody's going to get bored of it. Yep. And then, uh, uh, you know, the. And they said, "Hey, we're going to send you to Utah." And mm-hmm. I said. Now as a combat forward support sergeant, mm-hmm. you know, I fix things right up on the line. I'm like, Utah? What's in Utah? <laughs> and they, they took me off to the side and sent me down to see the, the, se- the seventh sig- signal command sergeant major. And he said, you know, I can't tell you, but you're going to like it. Mm-hmm. I said, well, you took the time to talk to me. I'll go. So I re-enlisted and came here to Utah. Loved it. Loved it. Was happy to get out of the Army here. How long have you been in Utah? 30 years. 30 years. I, I came here with a Ram Charger. I used to drive a Ram Charger in Germany. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been interesting. Oh, it was. Especially when I went down to Italy in it. Really? Oh, yeah. I could barely fit the dang thing down the street. And here's these little Fiat Bambinos coming up trying to tell me to get out of the way. I'm like, <laughs> honk. <laughs> <laughs> me, me, honk. Anyway, 
Now I know why Europeans hate Americans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's because all those Ram military charges. guys being in brig old trucks over there and stuff. Oh, one day I was driving a Lincoln's. I, I I had a Ford Super Cab long bed, and it had camper mirrors on it. I forgot about them one day, and I went to go pick up one of my troops, and the way to his house did not fit a Super Cab with camper mirrors out. Mm-hmm. I could pull the mirrors in and go down that street, and I hit that street doing about 30 35 miles an hour forgot Ooh. about those mirrors and just boom took them off the side oh. of the yeah, it was, yeah one of those american kind of things <laughs> uh, had to go to px order two mirrors didn't have to do anything with the buildings <laughs> they built everything out of concrete and brick over there you, yeah. you weren't gonna hurt those buildings well they're just history now right no and your mirrors Oh, the mirrors are history. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah, they're gone. But yeah, love driving full size over there. I I bet it would be fun. I don't think I'd I would do it on purpose, but (laughs) I think it would be fun. So well, I drove big army truck, so I could drive a big army car. Mm -hmm. So that's some of the things crazy about the big Sarge. Yeah, yeah. Had a blast over there though. Yeah, went for folks marches on the weekend with the wife and the kids. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. I've got a I've got a walking stick all covered in folks marching badges. Hmm. You're a pretty legendary guy there, Sarge. No, I'm, not. I'm making you legend just right a, now. That's uh, what we're going for. I'm just a just an old guy. You get around, dude. Uh, I mean, you're Santa Claus and stuff. Well, I, that, that day I did, I get around quite a bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do a lot of stuff. Well, my back itches. Sorry, I had to. <laughs> It's like I'm sitting here. I'm like, I don't know if the camera's on me. Do I, do I scratch my nose? Anyway, well, Sarge, thanks for coming on, man. Hey. Yeah, this is a great conversation. James, Sarah, thank you guys very much for hosting us tonight, and uh, really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. let's. Uh, pleasure. I'm sure we'll have you on again. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, yeah. Yep, you got Talk some great some guys. Stuff. You got some great guys lined up to come in, uh, and uh, I think it's going to be great. Yeah. We hope to have a good show. Well, thanks for coming on. Thanks for all you do for the Utah Four Wheel Drive Association or with the Utah Four Wheel Drive Association for keeping trails open, keeping Utah accessible to us. Yes. And um, we appreciate you. Yeah. So, well, thanks, Sarge. Always great to, to be with good folks. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you later.